of heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes past. To another hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport 25 years of the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess are here. Helmsy's on vacation. He'll return Monday. Eddie Van Adler has the YouTube option for you. Uh, interns Big Love and Frank the Tank earning their degrees in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common sense, now a superpower. Welcome back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Busting. Hey, Glad Bubba. to be here, Rick. Hey, Thank Bubba. you very much. Hey, do want you, uh, you to know we mentioned it earlier in the week. Uh, you can see the link there at rickandbubba.com. If you were, a lot of you have been asking all over the country about uh, the next round of curriculum available uh, for uh, Bible studies for men's ministry all over the country. Also, a great Father's Day gift to How to Be a Man, Volume 2. Uh, the book is now available for pre order. Uh, as the first one was called, uh, uh, Pursuit of Christ-Centered Masculinity. This one is looking at examples, so looking at the examples of eight great men of the Bible uh, and uh, learning uh, from the real men of the Bible is uh, the focus of this version of the How to Be a Man curriculum. And if you would like to get one, adult or student, uh, for somebody, if you order before June the 11th, it be a good Father's Day gift too, I will autograph all the copies that are ordered uh, before June the 11th. So you can uh, get that by going to howtobeamanchallenge.com. That link is at rickandbubba.com under the show notes. We do have a Hillary Clinton update. Yes, we will. You can't hide. Hillary Clinton update. Can somebody get Can somebody get Mrs. Clinton? Let me grab a lodging. <laughs> Back up, you creep. All right, so what's uh what is uh <laughs> That's good, what, what is going on with HC? All right, well, Rick, here this morning we started getting uh some calls oh, yeah. from yeah, Huntsville. Had, had one last hour right out of the gate. And uh, they were saying that uh, Hillary is coming to Huntsville to speak. And uh, we started looking into it, and, and I don't know if, if, if there's some confusion or there are two different events, but I'm looking at a story, and it's supposed to be a cyber defense summit. But what? A, but according to this story, it's actually going to be in Washington, not in Huntsville itself. So Back up, you creep. So are we talking about two different events here, or is there some confusion Did you say cybersecurity? <laughs> well, first off, is that what that, you said? And, and really, it doesn't matter where they're holding the event. The fact that Hillary Clinton is speaking at a cyber defense I can't be security summit. It can't be true. That's almost like a comedy act. I mean, that's something Saturday Night Live would have. I mean, what next? I'm at speaking at Weight Watchers? <laughs> I mean, you know... Special I mean, y'all, y'all realize when it comes it, to the Rocket City, our keynote speaker, Bill Bubba Bussy. I mean, everybody does know that, that the big story in our last presidential election was that she had a home server and was using it unsecurely with yeah. government secured documents exactly. on it, top secret stuff. Yeah. And that that and the investigation into that possibly cost her 
being the president of the yes. United States. Right, let me say this again. Now, we got to get this clarified because what you're saying is outlandish. Number one, is Hillary Clinton, can we confirm this, speaking at a cybersecurity summit, yes or no? Yes. Can we confirm that? Yes. We have, yes, we have a story press right release here. on that. All right, so that yeah. we're confirming, which that's but, the most outlandish part of, this, but part of this, but other people were calling us saying that she was speaking in Huntsville. Is it possible she's speaking in Huntsville and, and this event, and, and are, this event. Are we running this together. What's so, this Huntsville time? We the callers were killing us with it last hour. If you're listening to the river right now. Tell cool us, us in on this. Huntsville, well, why, now, why are y'all calling us about Hillary Clinton? Now I got a related story. Bill's speaking at a Me Too rally. <laughs> yeah, uh huh. So, <laughs> makes so about as much I, sense. Yeah, I, I, I just want to thank y'all for having me here. <laughs> 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 I'm glad I came in the summer when y'all what got a little this? bit of tan. <laughs> So yeah, the uh, I don't. Um, well, Rick, nobody, nobody. In a, p- picture this: we're sitting around. We're the cybersecurity conference people. All right, it's my job to get the speakers. Yeah, and we're sitting around, and I'm at the conference table with all of y'all. And then, then somebody at the table says, "Hey, Rick, have you ever thought about maybe Hillary Clinton?" And I said, "Y'all realize we're doing a cybersecurity conference, right? Y'all got that? It's right. a cybersecurity summit. And you want me to book who? Mm-hmm. Well, I was thinking maybe Hillary Clinton." Rick, yeah, she's no, gonna, no, no, I think it may be top rope. Now, if, uh, we're, if, okay. we're having, if we're having a conference uh, on how to screw up an election when you've got it won, <laughs> then we invite Hillary to be keynote speaker. By the way, on that or note. Or we want to talk about being exciting. I, look, she's going to play yeah. victim in all this because she's talking to the CEO of um, – this this company Fire Eye Inc. Yeah, and she's going to be talking about the geopolitical landscape and its implications for global cybersecurity today. So she's going to say mm. she's going to probably play victim like yeah, like she got yeah, like back she, up you creep. Mm-hmm. Well, so, I mean, a lot of the emails <clears throat> from the DNC were made public. Uh, That's true. Most notably because one of the head guys had still had his password as password. Yeah, that genius. WikiLeaks and all these people that go around just trying to, you know, they're like people that walk our neighborhood and try to open doors. Sure. Yeah, right. And when they <laughs> find one open, open, then they walk in. Right. And that's that's kind of what you're talking about. With. The car thieves that run through the parking lot doing this. Yeah. Pull, yeah. Pulling on the doors. Yep. Yep. Um, by the way, most of us will take step one on not getting our car stolen if we simply lock our car. That because is they're, the they're, they're, they're really looking for the ones that are open. That'll be the best way, the easiest way to go. Predators look for an easy win. Uh, so let's talk about this. Make it difficult. There's no calls coming in, so we're now going to we're now going to rule out the Huntsville connection. Now why? Yeah. Why is something wrong with the phones? Because they were just we couldn't get enough calls a minute ago about it. Um, there there they are. So uh, there's nobody saying that Hillary Clinton's coming to Huntsville anymore, even though that's what we were hit with, inundated with last night. Everybody was wrong. All right, so I guess everybody's just wrong. So still the the bit still works though because she's speaking at a cyber. Did they think that this cybersecurity conference was going to be in Huntsville I guess to so. begin with? I guess they did. So, or are we talking about two different events? Or maybe the girl that was in the spelling bee speaking of it, because she's from Huntsville. Well, right. now, that, now that's true. Well, top eight. Maybe somebody's talking about the eight winners. Yep. Back up, you creep. So, yeah. by the way, <laughs> I can't, I can't search for this even more, anymore. Okay, we got it. Bottom line is Hillary Clinton, still funny, is speaking at a cybersecurity summit. It really doesn't matter where it is. Uh, that, well, we that, wished it was Huntsville. Yeah, well, I don't know why we think that. Why do we care? The bit I, still works. Who started that? And uh, Rick's saying bit. Boy, wow. <laughs> Bit. Bit. I, I know, I know. But, but what, uh, understood. I got you. I see nine minutes. Let me before we Before we wrap up the segment, did you know, because it fits in here with the Democrats and how Hillary won, have you picked up that Joe Wait, Biden— you said Hillary won? Yeah, well, Hillary, when she won the nomination. Oh, okay. The, scared me there for a minute. The Bernie Sanders people, the reason why this still works, right. the Bernie mm-hmm. Sanders people are now crying— 
they're doing the same thing to us again with Joe Biden. Exactly. Did, did you see that story yesterday? Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. They're going to do it to us again uh, with Joe Biden, and they say all this Joe Biden's running away with it is just the Democratic Party well, once again trying to stomp out. Now, I'm not meaning the Bernie's followers are right. They may be delusional. No, but they are. Now, the right. last time they weren't. But I'm no, talking they, about well, – Rick, we had emails back it up. Maybe we need to have a wake-up meeting with the Bernie supporters. Hey, Bernie supporters, can I let you in on a secret? The Democrats think you're nuts, too. (laughs) They just tell you enough to pull you in to get your votes. They ain't going to let you drive the bus. (laughs) Bernie is crazy as an outhouse rat, and everybody knows it, except (laughs) y'all. That's so so true. Dustin in Huntsville. (laughs) Morning, fellas. Hey, buddy. Hello. Hey, I just want to tell you, uh, I think Hillary will be here. She'll be at Stand Up Live (laughs) comedy event uh, near Governor's. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. All right, so Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, when you're picking speakers for a cyber security summit, they're actually going to have Hillary Clinton come and speak. I heard the name of her speech is called The Server in My Bathroom. (laughs) In my bathroom. (laughs) More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six. We be bigger number. And every hour, we want to thank uh, former intern Juju, who now works with Jack's Restaurants, uh, coming by again today, providing us with delicious food from Jack's for the golden ticket seats today. We've got those delicious uh, fried bologna biscuits. So got them with egg. Uh, we've got uh, those that new sandwich they've introduced that has the fried bologna and the eggs and cheese and any condiments you may want it, bacon, uh, delicious. Also, just some gravy and biscuits she's brought in here for everybody today. Steak and, steak and, steak and egg. I mean, we got it all, baby. Good night. It's good, Take egg, cheese, steak gravy, egg. biscuit. Oh, it's a big day. We it's lost Bub in the big tub of gravy. Yeah, He just yeah. got off in it. So uh, uh, if you have right a behind if you have a Jack's family restaurant and they're put they're boy they're rolling. and a server in my bathroom yeah how about this they're rolling them out too how about this they're, they're building them on every corner that's, that's right right now I know do you know that um, I guess it was last Wednesday um you, I think they were here uh, with the bologna biscuit I yeah, believe buddy. and I was so hungry listening to the show oh my god oh, that's this right said, you weren't here were you this says a lot for me I, I actually pulled over went and and got to a Jack's and actually. Ordered See, breakfast. Got in your head. That's why advertising works. Uh, I ate your and biscuit. And was jealous that y'all were here eating it. <laughs> Keep in mind what Speedy just said, and then people turn around and act like no matter what they watch and listen to has no impact. No, on absolutely it. not. Uh, I'm too strong for that. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not impacted by that. Really? <laughs> you have any idea how we make a living? Uh, but anyway, <laughs> you, so, you have any idea why people pay $3 million for 30 <laughs> seconds on the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. really. Uh, no, nah, it don't bother me. No. Yep. Uh, so anyway um, – Dr. Drew, now, if you know Dr. Drew, I don't think that Dr. Drew is known as, as, as like a huge Rush Limbaugh fan or he and Hannity are seen hanging out together. He's mm. a staunch, uh, vast right-wing extremist. <clears throat> Dr. Drew Pinsky is talking about Los Angeles. Right. Uh, and he was interviewed on the Ingram Angle. Correct. But he says there is no city on earth that is tolerating. I, he's got statements about Los Angeles like this. He says third world countries are insulted if we were to say that L.A. is like a third world country. He said this, this is this goes beyond this. There's nobody. He said this is medieval. Yeah. What Los Angeles is. He goes it's going beyond third world. 
to to medieval conditions in Los Angeles, and he talks about get ready for what some of the problems are. Here's what Dr. Drew says: There have there's now a complete breakdown of the basic needs of civilization in Los Angeles right now. We have three prongs of airborne disease. TB is exploding and rodent-borne. We are one of the only cities in the country that doesn't have a rodent control problem, Mm -hmm. and sanitation has completely broke down. We have a complete breakdown of the basic needs of civilization in Los Angeles right now. And then he goes on to say the government is somehow insisting that they don't understand the problem even though he said uh, that, they, that he said California cannot handle the situation right now, let alone allowing tens of thousands of illegal immigrants with no health records to flood its major cities, they somehow insist it's a housing problem when, in fact, we have chronic mental illness, we have addiction, we have people who won't leave the streets. They literally will not take the housing that we claim we have to give them. And he goes, and that's a population that is susceptible and is going to get so ill this summer, it scares me for their well-being. Now, this is Dr. Drew Pinsky again, not Hannity, not Laura Ingram, yeah. not Rush mm-hmm. Limbaugh. Mm-hmm. Asked why the liberal politicians aren't doing more to alleviate these conditions, Dr. Drew Pinsky said, loved by the Hollywood left, mm-hmm. Dr. Drew Pinsky said they are disgustingly negligent. Yeah. He said they they have created this terrible situation and now they're they're acting like they don't know how we got there. Well, Rick, they're trying to run a it's city them. out yeah. of out of a liberal textbook. <clears throat> yes, and that's the problem with a lot of liberal ideas. They look good on paper, but they don't work in reality. And now, keep in mind, these are some of the same cities that have this ingenious idea: outlaw straws <clears throat> to save the environment, but hand out syringes. Yeah, that yeah. are also made of plastic. Sure. A lot more dangerous. See, it, 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 boy, it just feels wait, good to do wait both a of those. But that would confuse the average American to hear that. I know, I know. It's, it's insane. Oh, no. Wait, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> wait just a minute. What's happened to LA? <laughs> What's happened? You mean if you let a bunch of disease ridden people for God knows where flood into the city? You might have disease break out. <laughs> what? How this happen? How this happen? There's rodents everywhere and it's making people sick. How this happen? So we said, "Come one, come all," and that's a that's a mistake, Baba. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. Why do we need health records? <laughs> Why would we need that? Well. Who are we to judge? What's happened I, I, to our medieval LA? <laughs> I'm sleeping in dung. How'd this happen? Well. Rats are biting my kids in LA. What happened? You know, they don't want any of us conservatives. Oh, TV. We all got TV. What happened? They don't want any good conservative <laughs> ideas to work. And you know oh, what? You Rick. you can either you can deny some oh. of these things, but nature eventually will will clean it up for you. And it's going to when we start having all oh, these outbreaks. Hey. Yeah. By the way, Rick, he oh, mentions Rick. in here and you didn't go into it. What? He said huh? uh, he said they had he's listing all the outbreaks they've had and he said yeah. 
that he is very confident that bluebonic plague, a pandemic that killed tens of millions of people in the 14th century, is likely already present in parts of L.A. Good night. What? Oh, no. (laughs) Bluebonic, what? (laughs) Where'd that come from? (laughs) It was homegrown. Somebody said a police officer has typhoid fever. (laughs) How? Could it be touching the nasty illegals? (laughs) (laughs) What are we doing here, man? This is... Guys, it's not me. You know what? And they probably, I I don't know this for a fact, but I'm going to take a stab that they probably do not have a rodent control problem because somebody doesn't want to kill the rats because they think they're beach mice or something. Oh, yeah. I thought we just going to let nature be nature. Uh How'd this happen? Hey. I love your eyes. L.A. ain't the only place it protects rats. <laughs> right. Yeah. We, we have some close to home. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. I know. There you yeah. Protecting rats. 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 A mice, you can call it what you want to, it's still a rat. Are you telling me rodents are nasty and disease ridden? I am. Where'd I you am. hear that? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear that. Other than it wiped out millions of on freaking the, people. I, I read it on Facebook. Right. <laughs> Millions of people. I'm confused. What happened to L.A.? I, I told y'all. Did Magic Johnson cause this? Uh-uh. Okay. <laughs> Watch out. Watch out now. Well, I mean, they, they had, Lakers. I think it was, I was watching a documentary, and I believe it was Seattle. It was Seattle or, or San Francisco. And they have so much human dung out on the sidewalks that they have yeah. people, their crews that go around, that's what they clean up. Oh, yeah, you I want you, your you job. make good money. I want you to think about this. Drew Pinsky says to call it third world is offensive to third world. That's country. it. Yeah. He's He's right. Right. This is medieval. Let me tell you, you, these airborne illnesses too. All you need is a good, warm year-round environment to oh, really get that thing. Going. What, At least New York City, the freezes kill it every now and then. You know, that's what he's worried about. He said, "Here comes summer, typhoid fever." Got a, a, a police officer with that. Bubba, you mentioned the bubonic plague, all that. Can you believe it? We'll be right back. What happened? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour. You got the Rick and Bubba show, Frank. The tank. Frank. 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 He's taking your phone calls right now at eight six six. We be big. Dial them up. We got lines available. Let's talk to you. Let's chat. First phone call uh, from Troll and phone segment of the day. Uh, you can talk about whatever you want to. Make a comment. Ask a question. You're kind of running the program. You're yeah. You're programming. Uh, no meaningless shout outs or shameless plugs. Those will grab an instant buzzer. If you dial now, dial now, you will get in. Frank's ready. Uh, let me point you to LifeLock while we're lining up your phone calls right now. Uh, consumer advocates are raising an alert. And how about this? We, there was an attempt to scam us on this one. Uh, and I think mom, Greg, uh, a social security imposter scam. So be aware of that. Uh, if you're getting some, some kind of contact, we got one other day and I guess these people, they think they're so smart. We got the same recorded message from four different numbers and four different parts of the country. Basically telling Sherry that she will be placed under arrest if she doesn't call them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, that, that local, they said local, local law enforcement it. will come arrest you. Okay. Yep. You got four uh, four counts against you, and you better call us. How about that? So anyway, um, so there's all kinds of scams out there. And the Social Security one is they're acting like there's something wrong with your number, and it's been compromised, so you need to give them the number so they can change it. Uh-huh. 
By the way, don't give people your social security number that call you. Uh, but anyway, more than 76,000 complaints about the social security imposters have already been filed. That's a bunch, by the way. Uh, so be sure that you're protected by the best protection available, and that is LifeLock along with Norton Security. Uh, they are able to protect your identity and your wireless device. A wide range of threats uh, that could sneak up on you there. Uh, if you want the best protection with all the garbage that's out there uh, and you can sleep at night with peace of mind, just call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to lifelock.com. In either case, use the promo code Bubba because we'll get you 10% off, and we're not talking about a lot of money to be protected by LifeLock. Uh, but let me tell you something. The money you're investing in this is nothing compared to the money that could be scammed away from you. Uh, let's start. Uh, with Jim in Dothan, Alabama. He's listening to News Talk 103.9. 30 seconds of pop and lines are available. The tank is ready for you. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep the phone to trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Jim, welcome to the program. You got 30 seconds. Go right ahead. Hey, buddy, Ro, I got an advertisement from Macho Man. He says, get in there and get you some of them fine toast, Texas toast. Bologna biscuits with the daggum eggs, fluffy eggs, and the golden cheese. Says, get them gone, get them gone. Jim, I have to ask Jim, Jim, I have to ask you this. Do you think you sound like Macho Man Randy Savage? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. So you're just saying you're the Macho Man, right? <clears throat> That's right. Okay, Randy. <laughs> did, did y'all hire that guy? Did you think that too? That he thought he was, I thought he thought I, he was I, trying I, to do. I, oh, I'm yeah. glad. Oh yeah. I, I thought he was trying to do. I'm that. glad you clarified it. Yeah, what, I was wondering too. I didn't know. Don't but. you think that was a, a, yeah. a important clarification? Yes. I'm still not sure yeah. what that call was about. Just, it's about Jacks. You know? I know it was, yeah. but I, I mean, it's oh, the Macho yeah. Man. But thank you. He's right. Uh, He's the Macho. Yeah. Howard, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thirty seconds. Go right ahead, buddy. Going on, fellas. You. I'm tubing, by the way, and also. I want to know if one episode you could do that voice you were doing last segment, the entire episode, and maybe the next episode do the Beth Mullins. No, come on, man. Well, yeah, I mean, look. The radio can't Yeah, yeah remember less is more. And uh, But, uh, look, there's so many stories. Howard, sto- what are you saying? The rest of us need to take off a few seconds? <laughs> we'll do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll go back in the kitchen and eat more go. biscuits. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Everybody goes I and eats Jack's. And I- <laughs> <laughs> thank- oh, yeah, thank Jack's you- biscuits. <laughs> thank you for the call. <laughs> <Hey, yeah. laughs> he said he's tubing, Smith. Come on. In Asheville, Chris, like 30 it. seconds. Go ahead. Hey, but Naked Friday to you. Watch <laughs> yeah. oh, a flashback. Sure wow. I tell you, um, it's been a long time, a long time since I heard the time to get up in the morning, 7 o'clock in the morning song. Have you got that in a bank somewhere? Mm. You know, I, I tried to play that the other day by request, and everything I I, t- I played it at one time. What you looking at? Uh, trying to find it in here. He's hung in You know what it's called? Yeah, it's 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 would be great. Yeah, the, the I, number seven in an AM. Try that. I, I, I seem like I tried that last time. There it is. All right, you, so for, for our twenty-five year celebration, you want to hear the old song? Was that for the shouldn't 20- we do it at the right time? No, well, it'd be impossible to do that. Yeah, since past that, well, you'd have to wait till Monday since it's gone. Well, and remember we changed it anyway. Yeah, it's time to get up in the morning. Remember we changed it. Yeah. Okay, we'll do a coffee. Hurry here, up. Here it is. We got to got to get to work. Oh, somebody say, Hey, hey, hey! Everybody. Beep, 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 beep. See a 
train rolling down the track. See you later, hurry back out of my way. Got to get the work on Oh, my muscles getting big and they're hot, hot, sweating like a pig. Got to hurry, scary, got to get the work on time. A little heavy metal there for you. I got to go back to lunch here, working overtime. After taxes, taxes, barely making time. Bunch of clock kids, got to get to work on time. There it is. You got to get to work on time. There it is. My request. 25-year celebration. I remember hearing that while I was driving to work. Does it feel weird for you now to hear that and be part of the show? Yeah, yeah it feels weird. Doesn't that kind of, that's, that's a little different feeling. It's strange. We continue. 30 seconds of pop. Let's go hey, to Holly. Hey, Holly in Alabama. <laughs> Holly, go ahead. 30 seconds. Uh, Holly. Good morning, guys. How are y'all? Good. Great. Good. Uh, we just got, my family and I just got back from a vacation in Los Angeles. Mm. I'm now wondering why we picked that place. Mm-hmm. Um, but Disneyland was calling. Um, and the Dodgers. And we had did some great stuff out there, but it is unbelievable the amount of homeless people I've raised, born and raised in Alabama, um, New York and Chicago recently in the past couple of years. It is nothing on Los Angeles. I want, I want you all to know something, and we live in this state. Holly, we love you. We certainly do. Holly just told us that she went to the place we just did the story on that is disease-ridden. Mm-hmm. Stayed there, then came back to where we are. Uh, does that bother anybody but me? She could be carrying something. You do yeah. realize, we're, I told Bub in the break, now that LA has gotten to this state and San Francisco has gotten to this state, these are no longer us worried. We're no longer worrying about people coming from other countries. No, no. We now have all this disease and all this pestilence just in a city in a first world superpower country that is so blessed, we really travel all over this country like it's nothing. Yeah. Okay, so, I mean, there's Holly, and we certainly we hope nothing's wrong, but Holly just said, oh, that story y'all just did about all the diseases. I was actually in that place. Yeah. Went to a Dodgers game, was in L.A., it was disgusting, and I'm back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask her how she was feeling. Yeah, right. Everybody keep feeling, Holly? Everybody keep an eye on Holly. You good? (laughs) Holly, how about a little blood? Would it bother you if we ran that and put that thing and ran through a few things? Uh, let's go to uh, Troy. The old pale horseman's <laughs> yep. saddling up, guys. <laughs> wow. Madison, Alabama, 100.3, the river. Go ahead. Hey, good morning. Hey. Hey, they opened up a Duluth trading post here in Madison, Alabama. Really? I happened to just go in there yesterday, and uh, I've heard y'all in the past talk about y'all like your underwear. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I went in there, but they have so many different styles of, you know, of underwear. I was just kind of seeing what kind y'all were Y'all talk All right, about I'll say I'll, like. I'll save you some time on this. Uh, are you are you listening? Because I'm about to get you're about to get the buzzer. So just keep listening, okay? Yes, sir. Uh, it, it, the ones I like from Duluth are the two. The Armachillo uh, is <laughs> fantastic, is. especially with us coming into summer, uh, and it, it keeps you cool. Uh, and I'll leave it at that. And uh, then the other one is the is the butt naked's. <laughs> butt uh, naked's. Yeah, and those those are the most butt or buck. You know, I don't remember which one they used because, as you said, right. when we, we we studied that this morning. Didn't Bub we? and I've studied that phrases have been misused. They can be misused to the point that they become acceptable. Yeah, they yeah. they change. Right, like and, you um, goat somebody. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. It's called something naked, and uh, and they're, they're um, uh, and and those are those are very. Those, in my opinion, are more comfortable even than the armachillos. Mm-hmm. But those are the only two I use. And and I love them. And I'm sure they got other good ones. I just haven't tried them. Yeah, I have several different brands, but I can't remember which ones I got on. Yeah, the uh, 
Oh, speedy, check him out. Speedy, check him. No, nah, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> we You're continue. The now, the one, I tell you, there's one that I like. It's called Two Under. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Uh, there it is. Yeah, that's, not, that's not Duluth, though. Right. That's not no, that's no. a whole nother. He brand. asked which ones of Duluth that we yeah. have used, and those are the two that I've used. Right. Charles in Alabama. He just wanted to say it. Uh, Charles, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. <laughs> no, I, I thought he asked what underwear we wear. No, he and said. And he said he went to the store, which meant, because I knew you were a big Duluth guy. Yeah. I, I don't think I have any Duluth. Duluth. No, yeah, that's what he said. I. Hey, there's a Duluth here. I went into okay, Duluth. Okay, I'll just shut up then. Sorry. And, 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 and I'll keep you two under. No, no, I was just trying to be accurate. And he okay, thanks, Because I don't want him looking, going into Duluth saying, give me two under. He could get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I had that guy's I'm just, voice. I'm just trying Duluth. to get it correct. That's all. Duluth. Uh, we continue. Uh, <laughs> like so you don't want him to be what is, that? is that the pants uh, that they have in the commercial they that the beaver it. comes up and tries to it bite is. him and all that? They got good commercials. That cartoon fat guy. No, that is The cartoon fat guy. I like that they're using an image of a heavy person. Yeah. Uh, Charles, Burley got Charles in Alabama, go ahead. Yeah, I was just calling in a, uh, about the scammers that we get. And uh, the other day I got a call saying that I uh, had you got our letters from uh, Publisher Clearinghouse and that I was a second place winner. But you had, um, there was cars and then there was uh, money involved. But they said before you could get your prize, you had to pay the tax and license on the uh, car. So, I mean, it was just a scam to get $850 is what they were doing. Oh, yeah. Did you get your car? Did you, so, yeah. They were claiming oh, I, you. I, once, no, I got all the information, and I, I, I listened to it, and I said, you know, you're just trying to get more money out of, out of somebody that can't afford it. I'm a disabled senior. Charles, <laughs> yeah, you know. And, and you they know, prey on that. You know what I would yeah. tell them? I'd say, I'll take the, I'll pay you, but I'm going to take it out of my million dollars I want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, deduct and look, it. I, and I hate to bring this up, but. They do TV commercials where they surprise the winners at the door at their house. So they wouldn't call me in advance to tell me I'd won. No, no <laughs> probably, probably not. I didn't make the same commercial, does it? 14 minutes to the top. Our number, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Still more to come on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is nine minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show, 866. We Be Big is our number. Thank you for being with us on the program today. Having fun. Had a look at a little 25 year. Got some folks texting. It was good to hear the top of the hour song, which was once called the 7 o'clock song. So throughout uh, this uh, celebration, we'll, we'll reference back on some cool stuff. Bubba sent us some audio the other day in a group text. That, <laughs> you talk about gold. Oh, yeah. That might be from 26 years, because I think it was before we even recalled the Rick and Bubba show, but it was funny. Uh, did you listen to that? I did. Very funny. Uh, so um, as we come back, the Greg, Greg, you hit on it. You and Adler were wanting to make fun of the fact that Sylvester Stallone will milk a character. Yeah, he's in his 70s now. He's right. still doing Rambo. And, and just about the time that you think, well, I'm not going to watch another one of his Rocky movies. I'm not going to watch another you know, Rambo. Yeah. And this, there's a new Rambo, and all of us yeah. are ready to make fun of it, but now the trailer makes us want to see it. Is that yeah. where we are? That's we started we out laughing, and by the end of the trailer, we're like, man, this is awesome. Mm. Yeah, is, is, that, is that it? Do you have it ready to go? Uh-huh. Are, are you going to go see it, Bubba, yes or no? Well, I loved the John Rambo, but I, I don't think I saw the fourth one. I didn't know there'd been five. There's <laughs> been, I forget how many. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I saw the fourth one. I think I, I saw stopped the after first two. one, and se- the second one was real good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but there's a new Rambo. 
Adler has put on. Oh, he's got his knife. Look, he's got the whole thing. Yeah, got his bow, compound That's bow, good. ready to go. Got you tied a t-shirt or something around your head like a bandana. They drew first blood. <laughs> they drew first blood. Rick. Now you you got to give Stallone credit though. When he gets a character that hits, he rides yeah, it out. You know he what? And, he and never you, he never leaves you wanting a sequel that no. you never got. You never like go, men at work. Men at work left you hanging. You want to know what happened to the brothers? You, but, you know what Stallone says? Just what we said that day on the show, play the hits. Play the hits. I know what my people like, He's and I'm going to continue to give Man, you think about it. He. He's, I can't even remember how many Rockies there are. <laughs> but then, and then, because I saw, the, I guess it would have been the last uh, Rambo. Rambo. 2008 Rambo. Yeah, I saw that one. and it, it was. There's been one since the that, top. though, to Bubba's point? There's I, not not since 2008. Okay. So I, I, this I, is five, though, right? I, I messed up this morning. So you have First Blood. You got First Blood Part Two. That's eighty eight. And was then Rambo First Blood Part Two. Rambo First Blood Part Two, which makes no sense. First Blood Part Two. Okay. And then in right. two thousand eight, Rambo. Blood. So this is the fourth. This is the fourth. Okay. Oh so, okay. yeah. Uh, last one. I, I thought it. I thought the third. I thought, no, no, no. There's Rambo Three. I'm messing up, guys. Oh, I'm yeah. messing up. You're killing was r- Try it again. So you got so First he went Blood. Three off your the orange bandana is too tight. Did they talk like Rambo when you do it. Okay. So you got First Blood. <laughs> and you got Blood, Blood Part Two, <laughs> and you got Rambo Three, and then you got Rambo, and now we're doing Last Rambo, Last Blood, Last okay. Blood. So this That's is the fifth one. Thank you, Bubba. You're right. But to your point, if it's called Last Blood, then the second one should have been called Second Blood. Uh, first Blood, First Blood Part Two, The Force of Freedom, Rambo Three, and then Rambo. Yes, so there's and four And this already. is Rambo Last Blood. Rambo Last right. Blood. Oh my God. I remember <laughs> the next the, one be really I watched last blood. The, the Rambo one, the 2008 one. I saw it. Did you see that one, Bubba? I don't think uh, I saw that. I did not it see Rambo. I saw it. It was amazing. You're talking about Rambo 3 <laughs> in 88, it was right? Graphic. It was graphic. Or Rambo so The no. Force of Freedom in 86. Shots. I'm not no, so sure. Going That's the third one. Right, the next one in 2008. Uh, the second one was Rambo First Blood Part 2 in 85. Love that one. And which one was 86 That was Russian. 86 was called Rambo The Force of Freedom. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that. The first one when he's in the mud, I was talking about all of a sudden he... Yeah. No, that's the second one. No, that's, that's not, the not first when they one. dip him in the mud. He's talking about when he's hiding against he, the wall. When he's hiding that's in the mud. That's the second one. No, that's the first, that's the first one. Is that the first one? Yeah, it's the first one. He opens his eye and he's like, oh, he's in the mud the whole the time. Goes, I thought the second one's where they, like, they bring him in to go rescue the guys. They did. Yeah, he goes, the the Vietnam veterans that right. are still there. And he, and he tells that guy he's coming to get him with a radio. Yeah. I'm being back. I'm coming to get you. Okay, so I saw the second one. I think all I saw was the first and second one. I think that's it. Well, Rick, last three blood. is not very good, but definitely watch it. I mean, I'm definitely going to go watch. It. I'm going to watch all these leading but up to this. This is this is what's confusing everybody. <laughs> Rambo three is the fourth movie. It is. That's How about true. That? Oh that's my true. gosh! Now only yeah. only only uh, <laughs> Rocky can come up with that. And you know, the, the only the, to me, the only bad Rocky is the one when he loses all of his money and Tommy guns his fighter yeah. and they fight in the street. Do you consider the Creed to be Rocky movies? Because he's I in do. there. I do. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. a spinoff, and those are pretty good. No, they wait, are, Rambo yeah. Three is the third movie, Bubba. I thought First Blood. Rambo First Blood Part 2 is the second one. The Force of Freedom is 3 in 86. Rambo 3 is in 88 is the fourth one. Wait, the according, of, according to this. The Force of Freedom? Are you on the Ram, Rambo franchise Wikipedia page? Because I did not see F- Force of Freedom on there. Uh, oh, you're still holding a bow. I just want you to know and that. And do I still have a bandana on you my do, head? You do. You do I still have a gigantic knife on my you, head? You do. Can, can you talk in serious? Though? Excellent. This is, this is a list, <laughs> and I'm not sure where it came from. Right. 
Go to the Rambo franchise Wikipedia. This particular story that lists them is from Men's Health magazine. The Force wow. of Freedom? I've never even heard of that. I don't even know what that is. Rambo 1 is a Christmas uh, movie, by the way. My wife disagrees with me, but Rambo 1 is a Christmas movie. The town he destroys in that movie, it's Christmas time. There's several Christmas lights in the background. You can so see that's it. a Christmas tree. And a, a small Christmas tree in the, in the jail. By the way, when y'all yeah, made that yeah. point, when Blaze TV did that thing, that was actually a good point. It's a, it's if, a Christmas if, film. If you're going to call Die Hard a Christmas film, then you certainly can call Rambo. Rambo. Oh, okay. yeah. According it, according to doesn't what, a Christmas film need to be about Christmas though? It does. Right. That's a, that's the, what you just told me to pull up. Original series. Oh, Bubba, that's an animated movie. Rambo: The Force of Freedom, 1986. That was an animated series. Never knew about that. Right, so you? the movies are that. what? The movies are First Blood in 82, First Blood Part 2 85, Rambo 3 88. Rambo 2008, and then Les Blood 2019. I'm just telling you what they say. Here is a recap of every single Rambo movie, and they list five. Well, I guess an animated Rambo movie would be an animated movie, right? That's stupid. There's a Rambo cartoon? According to this. You're the one that just said it was. Yeah, Yeah, because he read it from here. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. It was you. You did. Yeah, you <laughs> said it. We Don't didn't even surprised. get to play the trailer. Don't be surprised. You just said it. You, so, Rambo. So yesterday, Greg and I initially start making fun of this thing. We're like, oh, yeah. come on. You By the end of it, we're in. We're going. The explosions drew, drew us in. Well, movie guys. trailers. Really. They keep sharpening well, that well, knife. Let's look at oh, yeah. Let's the look knife sharpening scene. How about I love movie trailers so much. Oh, oh yeah. Was he a goat farmer now or something? I don't, I don't know if I don't he's know. a I'm goat just farmer. I don't know. He's some farmer. Who said goat farmer? In the trailer. Well, we don't have time. We don't have time. Um, we're, really, we're already out of time. We'll probably yeah, get we kicked are. off YouTube if we play it anyways. YouTube? Gosh. Well, I'll a trailer? Who, I'll tell you who draws first don't and last blood. Don't they put trailer out for people to look That'd at? That'd be YouTube. Yeah. They draw first and last blood. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you that right now. You're still holding the bow. Well, that's because you're looking good. That's because I draw the blood. You know what YouTube has, don't you? Got a bad attitude. <laughs> oh my oh, goodness! Okay. Dude, How you like that? That was a okay. oh, wow! Okay. How you like that? That was like, amazing. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Warning: This program may be found offensive by pencil pushing, bean counting, research loving program directors and radio consultant ghouls. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness, faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again, to give the people what they really want to hear, and not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show! Seven, seven minutes. There we go. Past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Flipped over there. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Team Rick and Bubba without Helmsy today. He's back Monday. Eddie Van Adler has uh, the YouTube option for you. Live and archived. Our live uh, stream may be stopped here in a moment. We're about to watch a movie trailer. Uh, Big Love's working alongside Adler today. Uh, Frank the Tank, uh, in turn, taking phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. There's Bill Bubba Bussy coming in the house. There he is. Uh, all right, so 
everywhere. We, we yeah. got Rambo's <laughs> everywhere. All right, so we we have um, we we were talking about. First of all, do you, do you remember our friend uh, the Rodfather? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Well, the Rodfather said it's a big day for him because he heard the seven o'clock song, which harkened him back to uh, to, um, to his early days of Rick and Bubba enjoyment. But he's also a Rambo expert. Oh boy! And he yeah. and he will now help us uh, to to straighten out. Our Rambo information. Rod Father, good to hear from you again. Right. Glad to be back, guys. What's up? Uh, you know hey, what? Hey. Long time no talk, so, so so get it straightened out for us. All right. 1982, First Blood, 1985, 86, First Blood Part 2. That was the first time it was titled in Rambo. Rambo subtitled First Blood Part 2. Uh, then we jumped to 1988. That would be Rambo 3, and Johnny Carson made a funny. He's like, and what's this one called? Uh, it's called Rambo 3. Yeah. Uh, yes. That was, and so then, then we took a little bit of a break to 2008, and then that one was brought back just calling it Rambo, and now we're doing Rambo Last Blood. And um, so. So what was the freedom one? What was the freedom one yeah. in there? The, it was the animated well, I don't. I have never I heard text. that before. You're going to need to check your source on that because um, they're wrong. It's Facebook. Yeah. Rambo, the, the force of Facebook's always right. Animated it, series. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's an animated series. They're calling it. Yeah, it did you watch the Rambo animated series, yes or no, Rodfather? <laughs> that would be a negative. Okay. That would be a negative. Okay. No. Was it not, a movie or a series? a series? Was it just like a cartoon that came on Saturday mornings? Oh, my goodness. Oh, wow. It was, it was yes. just I'm like a, it it up was right a now. cartoon on Saturday mornings, and uh, they had uh, they had figures that came out, the whole toy line, all of that stuff. Yeah, but it no, is. We did not hey, listen, this is that. a film. And it's based on the character John Rambo, of course, and it's from I the that's David. that's something else. It's, it's from the book First Blood, the animated series is. Well, from what I get. this is not. A bit of a quagmire in the timing when uh, Rambo 3 came out. I think um, that, uh, you know, the Russians have always been the bad guys throughout the 80s. And the uh, right as President Reagan was telling Gorbachev to tear the wall down, um, yeah, Rambo goes out and fights the Russians, like, right on the heels of that. And he partnered with uh, what would be known as the Taliban. So that was kind of a want-want. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little well, unfortunate. The, 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 the Taliban, the, here's the problem. The Taliban was our allies while they were fighting the Russians. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, Rod Father, good to hear from you, man. You too, guys. Take care. All right, see you, man. Uh, so the animated series is throwing everybody off. It's the, I'm looking Let's at it now. It's that. classic 80s cartoon right now. Pretty, Let's ignore it. Pretty yeah. good looking. So you got your movies, and then that's what we're focusing on. Then over here on the side, you got an animated series that came out in 86. If you want to say that the Rambo franchise features all these things, you got it. If you want to say just the movies, well, you need to call we, Men's Health. Tell them to get it off. <laughs> well, if we're going to do that, then let's bring up all the books. We got no, First Blood well, and seven, yeah. 72. We're talking about things you sit down and watch. Well, I'm just saying that's under the franchise. I know, but Calm I. Calm down. Yeah, look, well, let's I'm say just the saying trailer. if we're going to talk about the it. Animated let's say the series, for this. whatever. It looks like G.I. Yeah. Joe. Y'all remember that old school G.I. Oh, Joe yeah, cartoon? Yeah, it looks yeah, exactly yeah. like that. All right, here's a. I would also like to mention since we're here and we're wrapping up our Rambo discussion today, and we'll end it on the trailer. Uh huh. I do have a guy at church that talks to me like Sylvester Stallone all the time. Do you know no, he why? doesn't normally Excuse talk me? that way? No. He'll come up and see me, and, and and great guy, and he'll say something like a normal salutation. Like, hey, how you doing today, Rick? And then the very next thing, he will drop into Sylvester Stallone. Are you serious? What? Why? Yeah. You don't think yeah. that's weird? 
Well, I, I, how it, do you react? It makes me uncomfortable. Does he okay. have you seen Adrian? Does he try to have like serious <laughs> spiritual conversations? He's like, "How's your walk going? Is he Rocky? <laughs> right? He drops into How's your walk. It sounds like Rocky to me. Yes, that was a good message pitch on it, Wednesday. Pitch it, pitch it. No, honestly, guys, don't. I think I sadly you really brought it. Sadly, it 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 does I mean, it, it does stay in there a little bit. It's like we'll be in like picture me in the the worship ser- service at you know, and I'm coming wrapping up, or he sees me before or after. It could be either. Hey, hey, Rick, how you doing? Man, so good to see you. Let me tell you. And then he drops Nuh-uh. down, and he talks like Sylvester Does Small. Does he do everybody that way or just you? I don't know. The Holiness series is really good. <laughs> I, I, thought, I, thought Dan, I thought Danny really brought it today. Yeah. So, you think, <laughs> so somewhere in his mind, he goes, there's Rick. I tell you what, Rick's going to love my Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. I th- oh, I, Bubba. And, and he does do it well. I'm just not sure it needs to be done so Every often. Time. So often. That and message, it doesn't apply. That message I mean. really cut me. <laughs> right, you know how he says, hey, "Cut me, me, Mick. Cut, cut me, me, Mick. Cut me, yeah, Mick. Yeah, yeah. And I'll get every now and then the line, absolutely, a line from a movie. But he he mainly will drop down and say anything oh, in that voice. He will have a line from a movie every now and then. Okay, but I mean, it seems it's it's kind of starting to be like every. Let time. me give you a heads up. You need to stay away from that guy. <laughs> no, he's a good guy. He loves you. I think he loves you, and he wants to wear he, your face as a mask, Rick. Don't <laughs> hang out with that guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't talk to him. He's I'm, fine. Just pat him down. And I'm it is it is pretty good. I mean, he sounds okay. like him. Well, that helps. He's he? obviously got something wrong with him. All right, so let's watch the trailer. Here it is. All right. I'll, be, I'll, tell, you who's, I'll tell you who's going to see it. Is that, is my, yeah. is that guy? All right, here we go. See you later, YouTube. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> the legend comes home. Are we back home again? Rambo Last Blood. Rick, he's, he's a retired farmer now. Oh, Balboa Productions. That's what he named I've lived in a world of death. This is every Sunday. <laughs> I've watched people I've loved die. Some fast with a bullet. Some not enough left to bury. Oh boy. All the years I've kept my secrets. Sharpening a blade, sharpening a blade. has come to face my past. This, this September. Oh, I can't wait. It's too long. And if it comes looking for me. Oh, it's tons of guys around him. Death. They drew first blood. They always do. He will draw last. I want them to know. Oh, booby traps. I love booby traps. Oh, more booby traps. Come and get me. There's nothing they can do to stop it. I'm coming. Basically, the kind of makes you want to hear Hollywood talk about we need to outlaw guns again, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me feel like looking at it. So the whole show is going to be him on a farm and people attacking him. Yeah, and he's going to draw. Well, he's up on a, he's up on a roof at some he's, point. He's drawing last blood. Right? Oh. I mean, the, right? only, the only thing on some of these fight crazy. scenes because we've done so many of them and fill in the blank on the character. I'm the character that can beat up multiple people. There's been so many yes. throughout the years. Mm-hmm. When they have guns drawn on you, somebody just needs to shoot you. I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's they, they always Quick. De- they always delay on shooting them. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if you've surrounded the guy who kills multiple people and you've got him on the draw for a minute. 
before he can get to the knife, shoot him. No I, speeches. No, no, no. You don't, don't have to don't, tell him why you're going to shoot him. Don't monologue. Yeah. That, that's, know, it, that's when he gets you. He's going to stab somebody in the leg during the monologue. <laughs> the out is always when whatever evil leader wants him, yeah. bring him back to me alive. Yeah. You know, like that's they, you true. Know, yeah. They try to bring him back. Right, right. Fight. Yeah. I would away. watch Sylvester Stallone just sharpen a knife for like an hour and a half. I would just watch <laughs> just that. He's got a little bit of a growl to him now. He's getting so old. Yeah. 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 But but he's actually you know, kept himself looking to oh, the yeah. point it's not uncomfortable. Right. Yeah, when his I head's saw... a little big because of the HGH, you know, human yeah. growth hormone. But besides right. that, it's good. And a few lifts. <laughs> and a few lifts. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> we'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Day without him, brother. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, there is no other. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Waking on that blubber. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Gonna be a big star. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Fat will get 21 minutes. Uh, they're trying to soften that a little bit. Uh, 21, 21 minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. 866, we be big as our number. Well, if you're a University of Georgia fan, uh, this uh, upcoming season, uh, and it will start with the, the season opener, I think, against Louisiana Monroe uh, at Sanford Stadium. Now, from what I can gather, and, and those of you that are Georgia fans, I mean, I've been to the stadium and I've watched a game there, but I'm you know, was a, was a visitor and and didn't know, didn't have an issue or wasn't concerned about if I could have alcohol or not. But undoubtedly, at Sanford Stadium, you can go to a kind of like a club level, but you're inside. There's big there's screens in there to watch. Y'all have all seen this at stadiums, the little club level area. Yeah, oh yeah, they have that, all that you can go in there and buy alcohol if you're just at the game, but you have to drink it there. You can't take alcohol out into the stadium. And drink it. Now, if any of you say that's wrong, I'm not talking about sneaking it out. I'm talking about I have purchased alcohol. Everybody knows it. And now I'm going back to my seat with it that that is not allowed. Now, we're just talking about at Georgia game. Yes. Correct. At Sanford. Yes, right. Sanford Stadium. Sanford Stadium. So they're saying, but now, and I don't know what the McGill Society is. Again, Georgia fans, you can help us here. Uh, McGill Society sounds like this is like 25,000 or more. Yeah, uh, donation to the yeah. athletic program. So they're saying if you are part of the McGill Society, you must pledge at least twenty five thousand, like, like Greg said, bare minimum. And if you're a McGill Society person, you will now be able to not only buy alcohol but drink it as you watch the game mm-hmm. in so, their but, area. They have an area that will have seats there for the McGill Society, and the McGill Society not only can buy it, they can actually go out to these premium seating, uh, this premium seating location, sit down, watch the game, and drink. So I guess I guess Sanford. This is a poorly written story. Well, it sounds like to me. Well, I'll tell you what. Basically, if you're in this, if you're a donor, if you donate twenty five thousand or more, you're in this club. You can actually buy drinks at the game. Nobody else can. But you got you have to sit in. You're in your special area. It's not the general. It'd be like the club. You have. I thought they sold beer in the general area. It seems like I see it. Or am I confusing pro games with college? The SEC right now, I think, is the only conference that doesn't. Right. But see, this is where Sanford Stadium was getting around that. They still were benefiting from alcohol sales. You just couldn't leave an enclosed area. Right, you couldn't right. see the game from there. So you had to watch a game on a TV. Yeah. And you couldn't go back to your seat in the stadium with the with alcohol it. that you purchased. Yeah. But if you're a McGill Society member, 
they now have set the seating up for them that they can drink, but also walk out into the stadium in their area. assigned area. area Which and they sit, would be in anyway. Right, they'd be there anyway. Bottom line is McGill Society gets to drink while watching the game from in the stadium. Seats. From their seats in the stadium. Yeah. Nobody else can. For 25 big ones. For 25 big ones. Because you see what you're talking about. The SEC doesn't because of the whole drinking age and college students yeah. and all this. Mm-hmm. So what, what Sanford looks like, Sanford Stadium in Georgia did, they said, we got it. we're still going to benefit from alcohol sales. But we're still going to stay stay inside the rules by saying nobody's in our stadium watching the game drinking. Yeah. Now, other than McGill Society members in the so, designated it, area, it, in a designated area. So, so there you go. Barry is uh, in Georgia. Barry is. Do I, do we have this right? Yeah. Um. They have like an area they put in like most other stadiums do. You got to have like your skybox area. Yeah. And then up under that, they have what's called the Sky Club. Or used to be called the Sky Club, and it's kind of like a common area. It's you have all the benefits at being like a skybox. They have the food and all that provided, but you've got to have a Sky Club ticket to be able to get into there. And I think they just did some more addition to one of the end zones where they call the McGill Club. And so you have, like you said, I know Alabama does it, Auburn does it. You know, this the society, you know, the Tide Cash or whatever it is. Oh yeah. But um, and Jordan. McGill, he was the athletic director for years and years, and he was that's what's that's oh, okay. Dan McGill. Yeah. And uh, so, just the higher the higher you are, the better ticket choices you have. And then when you get up to a certain level, you can get into Sky Club, and then I got you. you know box seats and on your amount of donations. But it's only pretty much alumni and big contributors. Well, now they get to drink while sitting in the stadium watching the game, where others do not. So, uh, so they're 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 adding another another perk there. I think where we're getting confused, Bubba, is when you go to a college game, everybody's drinking anyway because they snuck it in. Yeah, maybe that's and, maybe that's what yeah, I'm confusing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I assure you, every game I've been to, people are drinking all around me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they they just brought it in themselves or snuck it yeah, in. Man, yeah. And uh, you know, you, we all seen the the, the Coca Cola man bring somebody Coca Cola that suddenly starts smelling very strange. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah, bubbling and, almost. And then and then we we saw uh, we were at one game where people came in. And uh, they had bought bottles of water and then filled them up with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And because uh, and and, I laughed really hard, one guy turned around at me with his obvious alcohol-filled plastic bottle and said, well, you got to stay hydrated. <laughs> 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 you got to do that. <laughs> right. And uh, so, so anyway, it, that's why it feels like it's an open sale and open drink because everybody is still doing it. Yeah. Uh, but in this case, you will be perfectly in the rules of the stadium if you're a McGill Society member to get your alcohol, buy it, and sit down in your seats and watch the game in the stadium, and that will be a new perk for 25 and up. Hmm. So there you go. Uh, Jim is in Athens. Jim, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you? Hey, guys. Rick, you just stole my thunder, partner. Sorry. When I was a young man, about 15, 16 years old, I sold Cokes at Legion Field, and I would sell a guy a Coke, and he'd say, drink about half that for me. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, Legion Field was all – some of these – now, these city fields, that's a different animal. The ones that that, that you, you have the alcohol restrictions – uh, On campus Or on campus. I don't know. I don't know. Stadiums. Now, I, I, if you really, go, if I you thought go everybody play, was already drinking. It seemed that way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I well, they are. Well, they, I, they, are. They, yeah. ju- they just can't buy it right. and drink it in the stadium at most college uh, – and in the SEC. I think other colleges are, do it. Yeah, I, I heard them the other day they said the SEC, I think, is the only one that doesn't. Jameson, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Jameson. Hey, guys. How are y'all this morning? Good, good. Go ahead. 
Monkey grass and green acres. Thanks for the call. Appreciate that very much. Guys, I uh, actually just finished working for Auburn Athletics, and uh, I'm not exactly sure how all the rules line up, but I know starting about two years ago at baseball, actually with inside the park, uh, we started setting up an area uh, where you could drink inside the park and actually watch the game at baseball. Um, you have to buy a ticket. It's an extra, I think it was an extra $5. But once you buy that ticket, you could actually stay in that area and drink and watch the game from that area. Yeah, this is all under the same guys. We're, we're trying to get our drinkers corralled into one drinking area. Mm-hmm. So and if that you those... charge them extra, I guess you can do that. Oh, and then you don't, you don't violate the, hey, the general admission doesn't drink. Right. Yeah. It's, all, it's all playing games with those who yeah. – who want to uh, consume alcohol at a game, and they're always a pleasure to sit next to. Uh, but the, uh, <laughs> I saw a lot of drinking at the Auburn baseball game, but it was from the parking deck uh, where everybody was tailgating off of uh, left field. Oh, yeah. They oh, just yeah. pull up. I mean, well, that's pretty good seats. They yeah. just across the road, and they just pull up and tailgate from the parking yeah, deck. Yeah, it's not a bad idea. No. Uh, the drinking, probably probably not so much. Not, probably but, not But bad. as far as the, the view from there, yeah. Huh. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. I feel their eyes all over me. It's looking like conspiracy. I'm out of friends that I trust. Maybe they're on the wall. All right, so um, how did you sleep last night? For those of you that are you right now, you're like, man, I don't know why I just tossed and turned. I tell you why you're not sleeping on the Casper Casper mattress. And right now, let me tell you, uh, with the with the heat that's coming in for the summer. Uh, you, you ever get up middle of the night, toss, turn, you sweating, drenched in sweat. I'll tell you why your mattress is holding heat. It's capturing heat. You're like, I got the AC on. I got a fan running. How, why am I still sweating? Cause, cause that mattress is trapping heat. A Casper mattress will not do that. Uh, the technology is set up for it to breathe and to keep you cool as you sleep and you will sleep more soundly. It also combines four layers of pressure relieving foams for all night comfort. It'll be softer under the shoulders. That's what you need there and firmer under the hips for healthy alignment, extra support. You can try it with no obligation to buy it for 100 nights, uh, risk-free, uh, put it wherever you want to in the house. And that way, you know, Hey, after a hundred nights, you know, whether the mattress is life changing or not use the promo code Bubba right now. We'll give you, we'll get you $100 toward the purchase of select mattresses. That's Casper.com. That promo code is Bubba to get $100. And always, you can find a link at RickandBubba.com right there under the sponsors. But, Bubba, it looks like, and I, look, I don't know. Now, we do need to caution everybody about reading uh, Pete Rose's upcoming hmm. memoir. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, Pete's he, got quite the life. Because Pete's going to tell you unapologetically about his life. I don't know. Greg says he wonders if he's leaving out his dating 14-year-old. Yeah, I remember that one. Uh, yeah, that's He did clear up one mystery, though, that I always wondered about. He did, didn't he? <laughs> Boy, did he. <laughs> now, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Got it. If you're ever, yeah. He, he gives you some information on Joe DiMaggio you won't ever forget. No. What was his nickname, baseball? Do you well, remember what they yeah, called him? Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't know. Uh but um, it, you know, it's uh, it, it, it was. I'm about to hit King. Let's ta- let's, let's talk about King Pete Rose and his apology. 
saying that he has a regret, Bubba. Rick, Pete has no regrets. <laughs> I was about to say, boy, if you started with Pete Rose's regrets, now there's your memoir. Oh, boy. But anyway, he is um, he's 78 now. And, Bubba, you have you have often, you know, gone to bat for Pete Rose in baseball only, not in Yeah, life. I'm not saying he's a good person. I but tell you, you know why you can't say that? Because he's not. But you know, we no, saw we saw Charlie Hustle play. play. Right. He played harder than anybody out there. He had the worst haircut, but he played harder than he, really he acted like he really wanted to win every single play. Mm-hmm. Never Ruined took a, a playoff. Career in All Star game. Yeah. Oh game. yeah. And uh, you know when it, he is the all time hit leader. He's the hit king. He ought to be acknowledged as, uh, as such. I just I don't know. I, I don't I don't really well, he is I've never saying, really felt like the off field thing should influence the rules or how we look not the rules but the records of on the field play because you know, I know betting on baseball was against the rules. You can't do I know, I got all that. I got it. But he did make the hits. He did swing the bat he knew and the make rules the hits. And he broke them. How do you feel about forcing yourself on fourteen year old girls? No, I don't think that's good at you, all. Right. That, that, I mean, me, to, me, not at all. To me, the betting on baseball is nothing compared to that. Yeah. yeah. Let me yeah. check because Pete, remember he he, but only, if you, he he only slowly admitted things. So first, he said he didn't bet on baseball at all, right? Yeah. Then oh, he said he, he did, but he didn't bet on his own team. But ha- I may be wrong, but didn't he say I bet on my own team, but I never bet for us to lose? Correct. Yeah. He, yeah. Right. So he so that was the fear always that people were throwing. But eventually games. he bet. I mean, he admitted first. He said he completely denied it. I didn't bet on baseball at all. And then we and got then to, it was like I bet on baseball, but not my team. And then it was well, I actually did bet on my team, but I only bet on us to win. Yeah. And then we got into the thing about girls. He did the same. Now, where thing. did that come from? Well, remember he said <laughs> something about story. he tried to clarify, and the clarify made it. Remember the clarify made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like. But he is the hit king in baseball. He wasn't a good person off the field. No, but a lot no. of the other leaders in baseball were not good people uh, either. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so, so, But what I'm saying is the reason why this is a story, and again, I will caution you if you're going to pick up the memoir, <laughs> Play Hungry, The Making of a Baseball Player. <laughs> Get when, ready. When he gets to the part about his time with Joe DiMaggio in Vietnam, mm. you might want to flip on to the next topic. Yeah. yeah. But, but anyway. <laughs> Jolton Joe or the Yankee Clipper was his nickname. The Yankee Clipper. Mm-hmm. Did you just say Jolting Joe? That's yeah. that was his name. Yeah, that was his nickname, uh, Joe DiMaggio. And according to this article, there's probably a nickname <laughs> that we never heard about. <laughs> I think the Yankee Clippers pretty good. <laughs> I got to tell you, Jolting Joe's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just what it says, right, right there. <laughs> just just recall that uh, when you when you see in the memoir, if you're going to read it, and that's your, again proceed with caution. When yeah, you start approach, when you when you see the topic, my time with Joe DiMaggio in Vietnam. Yeah. brace yourself. No, so, pu- and no pun intended. Let's clarify: they weren't fighting in the war. They were probably over at the. You know, they were over they visiting the troops. Right. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. sadly, I pictured them in, in fighting in the war. Right. So. Sadly, the fighting. shower the shower situation. Uh, <laughs> they were fighting. Is yeah, uh, was was kind of a, a group shower situation. Well, and not even putting uh, this one in show notes. You'll have to Google it. Right. Yeah. Just Google it yourself. Right. Your reason Don't why get email about it. The reason why he can't put it in show notes is the title that we have for the story. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's more to it than his biggest regret. Yeah. It'll get us right. blocked off more than uh, <laughs> yeah. YouTube. But it's but Pete Rose says his biggest regret yep. is not showering with Joe DiMaggio, but it is betting <laughs> on the go. game he loves, <laughs> you said it. which got him banned for life. So he's now saying he regrets doing that. <laughs> mm. And if he had to do it over again too, he'd shower somewhere. Else. <laughs> <laughs> That's a slight regret. <laughs> he was demoralized for just a short period of time. Wow! Uh, but <laughs> oh my goodness, uh, Mr. Coffee, Mr. <laughs> I forgot about the he Mr. was the spokesman. For he Mr. was. Coffee. You're right. You're right about that.
Oh, my goodness. Oh, Pete. Oh, man. oh Pete. So you know the uh, nickname sliding head first. You know Pete, the Pete Rose. You right. know mm-hmm. the kids don't know that now. Yeah, really. That was if called you, a Pete Rose. It was called a Pete Rose. Rose. Yeah, yeah it's right. like, hey man, don't 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 slide. Don't, don't do a Pete it. Rose. Don't slide yeah. Pete. Everybody, you go. They they look at you like, what do you mean? Did you know I was or, a, now? I'm gonna say, don't do a Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> or if you, like, if you were like around a bunch of mud and you dare your buddy, I dare you to do a Pete Rose right now. Yeah, that's what yeah, we call That's it. what you would say. You would do a Pete Rose. How about that's the way that I slid in baseball. I was a Pete Rose guy. Oh yeah, boy. I'd die for that bag. Dangerous. Y'all, you can get hurt. Mm. Yeah. Of course, keep in mind, my role in the baseball team did not require a lot of sliding on my part. You weren't still in bases? I, I, not, never, not a ton I never was a Pete Rose slider. I like because I like to hook slide. I'd go in feet first. Keep in I'd mind, I, keep in mind no, I was, I was once. I'd go wide and, you know, yeah. make them stretch. Yeah. Right. Keep in mind, I was once thrown out at first by an outfielder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ricky was a line drive. Got to him quick. <laughs> I thought, eh, I'm going to jog on down here to first. <laughs> ha! I said, what happened? Where'd, ah! I'm like, Where'd that come from? I said, I think that was left center field. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. <laughs> got out there quick. Left center. Hey, you got out there quick. Oh, yeah, they don't think it was right field. <laughs> you, know, you, you know, when you put you throw one in, like, I mean, you know, and like, like infield don't even look at it because it's just hot and out of here. Yeah. And I'm like, because yeah, I knew it wasn't a double. Did you pimp like, it, Rick? Well, I was just kind of easing down to first. Don't ease down <laughs> oh, to first. <laughs> I thought, what's, what's you this? look around? I'm like, like what is this I'm doing? <laughs> Do you remember the? Didn't you? I don't know why I remember. Didn't you hit one one time and you thought it went out? Yes, but it didn't. Yes. So he got in home run, tried, rounded first, and they nearly threw him out. He had to dive back in the way. Should have been a stand up triple, and I had to go in head first and second. He thought it was I out. Thought it went out. I thought it went out. I it, it was pimping it. What it was? There was a ten foot chain link right in front of him. You know how a ten? And, and, and the outfielder didn't help yeah. because. You know, when I when I, I hit it, so he did this deal, you know, mm, yeah. he just looked up. Well, it had a 10-foot chain leak fence. It wasn't solid. Mm-hmm. So it went right in front of it and hit, like, really. It looked like it was on the other side. And it looked like it was on the other side of the fence. And the outfielder didn't go out to begin with either. Yeah. And so I went I went into the old, the old trot. <laughs> and I looked, and everybody starts telling me to get down, and they're waving. And I'm like, what's everybody doing? <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and, and I was like. And I remember the coach, so that's why he stretched that triple into a sliding double. <laughs> I mean, I should have been standing at third like oh, with nothing. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff right there. Well, uh, also of of celebrity tone, do you, do you care at all, Greg, that Leon Redmond is dead? You know, I, I would be lying. if I mean, I don't wish anybody dead. Let me put a disclaimer out there. But am I going to miss Leon? Probably not. Well, I'm gonna Not say, a big Leon Redmond fan. Well, I'm going to say this to Bubba because here's where he's about to care. He's the yeah. voice of the snowman on uh, Buddy the Elf. That's right. He is. Yeah. And when he says, my goodness. I you, know his name. You've been shaving was... since you were 15. He's the voice of the snowman on Buddy the Elf. Does that like... help you at all? Yeah, I, I know who he is. I mean, none of us have but an I thought he... on Leo, Leon Redbone. I mean, everybody loves the But was he a singer, too? Yeah. 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 And you don't have any of his music, nor did yeah. he. He's, he's one of them artists. Adler's one person that'll pretend to like him because he thinks it makes him edgy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're a musician. But he does have like a memorable like. name. You know the name. Yeah. You know, it's oh, easy to remember. Name. If you're a musician and you want to be liked by other musicians, you have to pretend to care about Leon Redwell. There you go. But there to you. us, he's the voice of the elf. I mean, Buddy the Elf, the snowman. Right. Yes. Yeah. Hey, you might see the snowman even looks like him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he did. He, he really, really does. does. <laughs> yeah, so. That's funny. Yeah. There he is. Do we play a Leon Redbone song? Yeah, coming yeah, back. Do. Yeah, and you will not be impressed. No, I mean, it's all right. I say go. With I'd it. rather hear Leon Russell than Leon Redbone. Yeah, go to his debut album in '75 called "On the Track." Fifteen minutes to the top. We go phone trolling next. Eight six six. We be big. All ten lines are available. Frank the Tank. 
is taking your phone calls. Dial them up now. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Talking to you next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Back uh, 10 minutes at the top of the hour. We were just talking about Leon Redbone that we're playing right here that Greg wanted to hear. That nobody knows his real age. That, uh, he, that he never told everybody how old he was. Is there not a birth Greg, certificate somewhere? I, I mean, may start crying. Oh, boy. He just, he just says his actual age was not known since he never directly answered questions about the subject. Uh, the family's statement said uh, that um, he... Um, he he was 69, they believe, because he was born August 26, 1949. Well, that tell us how old he was. No, but I'm just saying that's right. what. But he never directly said Somebody it. They, they're saying so. they saying they think that's how old he is. Okay. What did he die? Uh, what did he die? Uh, uh, it says he, here he stopped performing in 2015 because of his health. Said somebody sent him a picture of Joe DiMaggio and he had art. All by myself. I want to walk with, but I'm happy on a shelf. I wish that was you, right? Ain't misbehaving. Saving my love for you. Yeah, I'm. Look at Bubba. Bubba loves this. Sing it, Bubba. I know for certain. Please, that picture that come out of What if Bubba released a solo album and this was it? Does he look just like he does? Yes, exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, saving my love for it, it doesn't say how he died. It just, no. said, it just said he well, I tell you, you don't know much about Leo. Well, you don't know how old he is. You don't know why he died. I mean, to, the, to the phones we go. And if you were, I kind of wish I sang like that. And if you want to be part of it, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Nathan out of Alabama gets us started. At the end of 30 seconds, here's what happens. Next person gets their shot. So even if you're, you know, you're, you're sitting there in the chute, ready in line, going, "Hey, I'm in line." You're in the express line because we get, we get to the calls quick. So if you dial us now, you'll get in. Nathan, let's get started. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Nathan, go right ahead, buddy. Yes, hey, buddy. I, um, have a request. Okay. I need a Duluth underwork um, commercial in the confused America voice. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that didn't even. That's just funny. How's the American confusion about Duluth Trading Post? What? <laughs> you mean to tell me? <laughs> it's just called Duluth, but it's in Huntsville. How'd that happen? <laughs> that happen? <laughs> I don't think of what was confusing about that. You might be confused that you don't sweat. <laughs> it's called Armacello. Uh uh-uh. All right. Uh, Greg in Columbus, Mississippi. Greg, go ahead. Hey, Green Acres. Hey, thanks for the call. What's on your mind? Hey, I heard I heard Duluth's going to have a DiMaggio line after a while. All right. <laughs> hey, Speedy, uh, on your trip to Oxford. Yeah. No, uh, you're not staying at Trailer Park B&B, are you? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Well, the good thing is there's plenty of stops to get cigarettes after you cross the state line. Yeah, okay. All right, Speedy, have your fun. Let's talk about this, though. I mean, your son's playing. 
in Amen. Oxford, Mississippi. He's going to be playing Ole Miss. That's right. So not only <laughs> did you go to Jack State <laughs> and your son plays for them, you are a Mississippi State fan when it comes to SEC. It couldn't be worse. <laughs> or in your case, couldn't be better. Got it. Huh? Going to be drunks everywhere. Yeah, right. <laughs> don't they throw mom and daddy's money. You hope they don't, you hope they don't get to throw the beer in that in the right. air a lot. Don't oh, they throw beer in the yeah, air? Yeah, we don't want too home. many showers. That means it's not going well. Right. Yeah. But then, you're really shower. You're, you're heading into kind of a hostile situation. I hate to see that much beer wasted. (laughs) (laughs) What a terrible city. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. That's a joke. Uh, I'm having fun. Um, I am getting some ideas on where to eat, though. Is there an Abner's or something, famous chicken tenders or something? Yeah. I, I haven't – I know this shocks y'all. I haven't been to Oxford, Mississippi many times. They got any jacks? Uh, I'm sure you hit Juju up for some coupons. No. I've I told haven't. you about my Oxford, Mississippi experience. I'm you? joking about Oxford, Mississippi. Oh, whatever, buddy. I remember – you know you know the one I told you. Oh, yeah, you remember it. You when I, As soon as I started, you'll know what I'm talking about. We were on the road. Uh, it's when uh, Blake, my oldest son, was playing for Auburn. Okay, and Sherry and I I've took. Been to a game listen, Sherry and I took Ooh. Adler's mom and dad. That's right, with us to the game, and it's the year that Auburn was terrible. Mm-hmm. And and so, Ole Miss had not beat Auburn in a long time, but they were they were up on us, and they finally got the touchdown or the stop on fourth down. I don't remember which one right. it was. That mean, that means it's over. Sealed it. Mm-hmm. That, that means so. And the the most quintessential co-ed you've ever seen, <laughs> dressed in the purest old Miss outfit you could ever think of. Yeah. Right. I mean, I, I, I am the picture of what a young female going to Ole Miss looks like, our college girl. Mm-hmm. And I'm standing there, and I turn around to four adults, and I and every one of us got our own. She didn't hit all four of us as a group. F-U, uh-uh. F-U, F-U, and F-U. We she all got all of you. We all got an individual one. Wow. Right, she, I mean, looked you right in your yeah, eyes. And she was just, just, as, just straight – <laughs> as it could be, not a lot of emotion. Yeah, just, just, it, it, it just said. That, and you were like, "Well, yeah." And y'all can take it on back to Alabama. <laughs> Gracious. You know, and, and mom looked at Sherry, looked at me. She goes, "That's kind of unbelievable." And I said, "It really is." I said, "Thank you for us all getting an individual one there." Yeah. And I know that your mom would be thrilled with you right now, yeah. right with that mouth. You got. I, I got to tell y'all, I didn't do this because of how cheap y'all say that I am, mm-hmm. but I had an opportunity from a listener that lives in the Oxford area Something that said, you. "Yeah." That said, right. hey, we're going to the beach from like so Thursday to next week sometime. And if you like, because he was going off. So what Adler would have done. So he was going off what Helmsy did in Montgomery. Yeah. <clears throat> and you remember he was at somebody else's house. Which, was, going out which is really weird. But we had already booked reservations at a hotel and, you were mad. and all that. <laughs> but but I, 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 I was like, man, I should have done that for the Greg, show. Greg, you know how you make, yeah, you make the case. Well, should have done he, that. He's making the case. Now he says that we say that he's cheap, but we're exaggerating. Right. Like we exaggerate other things. Because I had you spot. He's going him. to a, a, a famous college town. Mm-hmm. He's taking his whole family. It's a, it's a really big deal. And when he asked about suggestions about restaurants, mm-hmm. he picked a place that serves chicken fingers. Exactly. <laughs> well, I think it's a <laughs> yeah, any good chicken finger sandwich. How many shop? people are saying? I tell you what. So we're going to this, you know, this town's got a lot of stuff. Is there a place there serves chicken fingers? Right. Speedy, I'm gonna step out I, here, and I know it's not still there. You said you were staying in Batesville, right? Yes. Okay, I stayed in Batesville back in 1994. I got a memory. Uh, the De- Delta Ice Storm is what they called it. It was a big ice storm. We stayed in Batesville. We worked up around Marks, Mississippi, and Sledge, and uh-huh. all that. Anyway, 
There was a place in Batesville called the Bankery, and it was an old bank. The Bankery, okay. They had they made, it's, this has been nineteen ninety four. It's probably not there. I'm but googling it. Was it was an old bank, and they made a restaurant out of it. And right, they had that these sounds good. Huge steaks. Yeah, that right. sounds really good. That's his steak. Buddy, that's steak chicken finger. All right. Now yeah. I do have to ask a question. <laughs> I like the name the Bankery. I did. That, it was an old bank. It had, yeah. it had this big <laughs> vault yeah. in it. Rick. Yeah. Look, they people, may not I'd like to have chicken fingers, some cheap fries, and a piece of toast. Yes. <laughs> and I'll take a half a piece of toast if you got one left over. Anywhere so you the edge whole family can eat for less than 20 bucks. In a to-go yeah. cup because we'll be the <laughs> refill right before they we do, leave. I do have styrofoam cups. That's right up my alley. But, um, no, uh, <laughs> do you, I do have a question to ask. Can you? Do you have to have a collared shirt on everywhere you go in Oxford, or can you wear T-shirts there? All right, I well, believe you're Do you know? I believe you're okay. Brooks you're in okay? Louisiana <laughs> sitting happy. Brooks, Brooks. Go, Brooks, go ahead. Hello, bro. Hey, Monkey Crossing Green Acres. Thanks for the call, buddy. <laughs> so, I used to live in Oxford for a few years, and a great place, it was my favorite, that's on the square, it's a place called Ajax. Ajax. All right. Mm, that, Ajax. Got it. Is he saying Ajax? It two things that um, are, are, for me, it was fantastic, oh, but there's man. a sandwich called the Big Easy. Right. Big sandwich, Easy sandwich, sandwich called the Big Easy. Got it. Ajax. Right. You know the problem here, though, that sounds like a place you've got to wait to get seated. Yeah. yeah. Look, love to eat in town squares on, if you pick the right time when nobody's there. Yeah, because you go right. wait. If you're at a college town, you go to eat on that square, and there's a big event going on, uh-huh. like you're going to be part of, yeah. you could get a little crowded. Well, it does have that feel, doesn't it? Maybe yeah. there's a Zaxby's close. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. In the beginning, there was fun on the radio. Then the radio industry fell victim to corporate America and venture capitalist bankers who marched in with their research and up to their armpits in debt and turned the radio band into a wasteland of cookie cutters. Faceless, sound-alike stations who completely lost touch with the people they were meant to serve. Then there were two voices that cried out in the wilderness. Faint at first, but becoming louder with every passing ratings book. It's okay to have fun again. To give the people what they really want to hear. And not treat them like a sea of mindless followers who have no choice in their radio entertainment. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. And now, your master of ceremonies, old number one, Rick Burgess. It is seven and a half minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba show from the Rick and Bubba Broadcast Plaza and Teleport Speedy. The real Greg Burgess, Eddie Van Adler, all here. Interns at Rick and Bubba University, Frank the Tank and Big Love, earning their degree in common sense, taking your phone calls, running the live YouTube option alongside Adler. 
uh, from Rick and Bubba University. And welcome back for a brand new hour. Put your hands together for Mr. Bill Bubba Bussey. Glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba experience. Shannon out of Rainbow City, that's where this show began 25 years ago this year. Uh, they're at Rainbow City, Alabama, part of Gadsden, Alabama. We're now heard there on Z93. And Shannon has a topic she wants us to discuss to start the hour. Shannon, go ahead. You're on Rick and Bubba. Okay, wondering if you had heard all about the whole Culver House schools law at the University of Alabama. Well, the guys were just telling me, because we saw your call on the board, uh, they were telling mm-hmm. me about it. And, um, and so when we saw your call, we thought, well, let's hear from you. Uh, we have a, a top University of Alabama donor. I think uh, it, the largest donor. The largest donor, and and uh, and we'll Mr. do the Mr. Hugh Culver House. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Okay, thanks, Shannon. Um, so we do have the story here. Thanks for bringing it up. Uh, and he is now telling students to boycott the University of Alabama because of the state of Alabama's new abortion law uh, that will find its way to the Supreme Court after all the different uh, attempts to uh, uh, to stop it and appeal it and and all of that. And uh, Bubba, you uh, you laid it out. Uh, I I have to applaud the University of Alabama and their response. Well, Rick, it, it's it's again. I think it's complicated, and I think some of the headlines are are missing some of the stories. He donated twenty one and a half million dollars. The University of Alabama renamed their law school after him, mm-hmm. and there has been an ongoing dispute about how the law school is being run. And at one point. Uh, the Culver House family had asked for about $10 million back of that donation. And then when uh, all this came up about the abortion law and all this, um, the, the University of Alabama system chancellor, uh, uh, Phineas St. John, recommended the Board of Trustees return the entire $21.5 million um, and restore the name to the University of Alabama School of Law in a memo sent to board members yesterday. Uh, it was renamed in September of 18 to the Hugh F. Culverhouse Junior School of Law after the Florida businessman pledged to donate $26.5 million to the university. But I think they had some ongoing things, and now with him telling people to boycott the school, I think they're going, ah, you know, enough of this. Right. We're done with it. And I don't think they have voted to return it yet, but they will next week, and uh, the recommendation coming from head of the board is just to give the money back. You know, I thought it was a pretty good statement here. I I, think that sums it up. Yeah, yeah, and he he is doing the deal, like you said, uh, which they consider to be the final straw, him, and again, not fully understanding why the law is set up the way that it is, but He's very upset, and he can certainly be upset, and he can talk about his money, and Alabama can give it back. And it looks like you're saying they're in the process of saying, we won't give 10% back. How about we'll give it all back to you? And and I think that one of the, the comments made here, uh, another person who donates there to Alabama, said that the problem that you, you have, and, and this is even coming from um, you know him talking about himself, when you put somebody's name on a building while they're still alive and they haven't finished their life, <laughs> right. You don't really know what they're going to do, and and sadly, if you look at the sheer numbers, especially men, not many people finish well, uh, and and so and that's a sad stat. And and but when you're taking somebody who hasn't finished their life and putting their name on anything, you can get in situations like this, yeah, because you don't know what they're going to do. Uh, but um, well, and you know, you see that in naming buildings and streets and 
everything else, and people have to come back and well, yeah. we should have changed it. Look, when somebody has has passed on, and like I say, the book is done. I guess things could always come out later that that they did that you don't know about, but at least you've got a pretty good idea of what you're yeah. dealing with at that point. And uh, yeah, I've always thought this naming things for people, you got to be careful of that. Yeah, you know, we've had to change a lot of Bill Cosby buildings. Yep, you know? you're right. Well, well all of it. You're right. All of it. You're right. I mean, we, you know, we've been involved Scrooge with that here. here at the show, yeah. but it's, uh, you know. The um, he's calling for the boycott, and of course, the governor of Alabama, Kay Ivey, said, "Look, Alabama's open for business. Uh, we have a deep commitment to advancing economic opportunities for Alabamians. We'll continue to remain um, the, that will continue to remain a top priority for the state. He has a right to his opinion, but Alabama's open for business, and 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 we continue to say that. And and it goes back to this: if he doesn't want to be part of this, and he's upset about this, he can take we can take his name off the bill and give his money back. He can go his own way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, like I said, I think Love this it. is just the straw that broke the camel's back. I think right. there's been an ongoing yeah. issue there. It looks like, but I, but I do like what I'm seeing from a lot of these states right now, and I hope it continues. If we believe that in our country right now, without all the political, like we were laughing, and Speedy, I saw you 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 sent it to us from Blaze TV. You know, you can see even the the left now when they used to be so cavalier mm-hmm. and so bold about declaring, you know, mm-hmm. that unborn children were children. They were calling women who were with child mothers. They're trying to. They we we were saying that if you kill somebody who's pregnant, it's two murders and. And, and they're trying to change all of that because they realize it's crazy and consistent with what they need to say now. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, I laughed my head off when I saw that one woman. She was no, saying, you know, when you, you're talking about people that are, you know, talking about their, these, these unborn children, I mean, fetuses, fetuses, and she catches herself yeah. after she's called it a child, um, is if, if we're really going to have the conversation, then we need to have a real conversation about what we're talking about, and then we can decide uh, as human beings, not animals, um, whether we think this is something we need to change or not. Yeah. So, so here, here it is. It's, this was on Blaze TV. Yeah. Courtesy of CNN. Hey, the issue here becomes. On, but, but, the but issue here will, becomes. Hold on a second. Lots of families do have to make that decision based on the single characteristic of finding out that their children, that their fetus has so a severe abnormality. That. So, 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 yeah. <laughs> their children. I mean, fetus. Mothers. I mean, women. Uh, so, <laughs> you know who that is. She's off Fox. She was on Fox. Oh yeah, she yeah. left a couple of years ago. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So anyway, but uh, I guess it's been a couple of years. And, and I would tell <laughs> Culver House and everybody, we're trying to go back and look. This is that same thing when I, I get upset when the medical field acts like that. Suddenly, in this moment in history that we are now living in, they have got everything right. Even though in history we've seen there's been times with medical research and medicines and drugs and treatments that we did not know what was really going to happen to the human population and we had to change. You know, we at one time declared in this country that if you were African-American, you weren't a person. Uh, and and does anybody believe that didn't need to be corrected? Uh, if, if you still believe that should have been corrected, then you're a pretty evil person. Yeah. So what we're doing again now using that same ruling of Dred Scott is to say, now that we all know what we know about children in the womb, and where life begins, do we need to go back and revisit the fact that we declared in 1973 that a child inside the womb of a woman is a non-person? And then maybe we can get to a point where we can say, because you know what happened? All of us thought in those days, no matter what side of the fence you were on, 
that we were going to be dealing with women who would make a decision very early in the process, and it made us, even if you were uncomfortable about it, it made you less uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But then before you know it, we're doing second trimesters, then we're doing third trimesters, then we're doing partial birth, and now we've gotten to full of blown birth. You see how it got away? And so you need to go back and, and ask a very difficult question. Is this humane behavior or not? And make the decision. And we're in the process of getting to the point as a country with everyone, especially those of you that claim to be pro-choice, for everyone to decide on this with an informed choice. Not partial choice, not confusing choice, things I didn't know choice. To sit there and say, we got, we have all the information, and then decide. And from a legal standpoint, is this something that the U.S. should decide or each state should decide? We'll be right back. The gravy, please. 22 minutes past the hour. Rick and Bubba, we're back. 866, we be big. We'll try to get us some more of your phone calls coming up here momentarily. Frank the Tank standing by. Uh, and lines are available. A couple of stories, though, we need to work through. Now, Bubba, this is when you know that you have gone so far to the left that you cannot return. When the New York Times bans you. The New York Times. Because they're saying that you're too partisan. Well, the New York Times likes for their reporters to get out and do interviews. It publicizes their paper, mm-hmm. you know, gets interest in their columns. You understand that. But now they're cracking down on its reporters appearing on cable news shows right. it considers to be too partisan. <laughs> and those that they're looking at would be CNN and MSNBC. Mm. Look, Rachel Maddow on MSNBC and Don Lemon on CNN. You know, these two people. I don't know how to tell this, you know, because we, we, we've our whole lives we've been working, you know, I go all the way back to even when I was a child of marketing, mm-hmm. all the various frontier lands and, and circuses that I marketed mm-hmm. as, a young, as a young PT Barnum. But so we've been, and but those of you that we've been doing this 25 years, so we kind of understand marketing. I would like to tell Don Lemon and, and Rachel Maddow something. Mm-hmm. If you want people to like come to the life where you are and see things the way you see them, and to buy into your belief system, you need to look happy every now and then. Right. I mean, I mean every time I see you, 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 you like somebody's broke wind around you. You're snarling. <laughs> you're, you're, you're frustrated. You're mad. You're, you just look you know, just like, I just want to be mad, and I just can't ever. I mean, you look like you're just exact. You know, just, I don't really want to live a life that makes me be like you, right? Why would I want to go where you've gone? Because you look like you're miserable. Mm-hmm. Well, Rick, they, they just seem obsessed with this Trump thing. Yeah. I mean, abnormally obsessed. We certainly have had political leaders I didn't agree with. Sure. And I may at times have, have uh, you know, expressed that. But I don't, I don't let it consume my every minute of every day. Yeah, let's say that I'm Don Lemon. I still Lemon. got a life to live, you know? You know, if you're Don Lemon or Rachel Maddow, you know how we talk about those moments where you have a big awakening? You know, you, as the Bible says, you come to yourself and go, oh my gosh, what's happened to me? But let's say that you're Don Lemon or Rachel Maddow, and a friend says, I'd like to have a word with you. <laughs> and they say, what I'm about to say, I want you to really listen to this. The New York Times, not Rush Limbaugh right. won't come in, not Sean, come on your show, not Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. uh, not even, you know, Glenn Beck. I mean, you know, we the New York Times is saying they won't let their reporters come on your shows anymore because you're too partisan. The New York Times 
how can that not be a wake up call? Going okay, well, maybe I've kind of. <clears throat> so that's uh, that story's there today. Now, Bubba, I know this has been one of those dilemmas that we have, kind of like Apple products. We know the people that run these companies are raging liberals, but we like their products so much it's hard for us to be mad at them. Yeah. Kind, kind of like gay people being mad at Chick Fil A, they yeah. just can't do it, right. and they know they need to, but they just they just can't. They certainly don't need to. If you actually the Caffey family, I think as one of your leaders at one time did, actually spent time with them and came back saying these are not bad people. They're just committed to their belief system. But if you notice, every time they try to do a protest of Chick-fil-A, it just doesn't work. It doesn't. Because the product's too good, the service is too good, and uh, and they just can't give it up. Ben and Jerry's, <laughs> and I know, Bubba, this is an ice cream, so this could be a tough one. They're planning to make CBD-infused ice cream once it's legal nationwide. Oh, I think they ought to. Yes, yeah, so this is um, – they're going to be – Right now, the FDA prevents CBD. Now, I'm not. I know I'm about to wake up. You know, um, Owens Crossroads here, but th- this this is CBD. That, I hear about this lot. These oils and stuff. People, is this from the seed of the Mary Jane plant? Uh, well, let me ask mm-hmm. you this. You know, and there's there's a debate going on now about medical mm-hmm. things and also recreational. And I mm-hmm. think the recreational people hurt the medical people trying to get things approved. Honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, when you talk in the medical field, that's a whole different deal, you know, mm-hmm. than recreational. Yeah. But even with this, I don't know why, if you want ice cream, don't you just want ice cream? It's like, yeah. Yeah. I like ice cream and I like ketchup, but I don't want ketchup flavored ice cream. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Right. I think you do. Well, uh, well you know, they're, they're, <laughs> no, I've really seen don't. you with ketchup. I don't, but <laughs> yeah. I love ketchup. It's disturbing. Yeah. Ben and Jerry, you know, they're a couple of hippies, and you know they, you know they, right. you know they'll Rick, twist you, one. I want you to know, I have passed on eating ice cream a couple of times because it was Ben and Jerry's. Really? So oh, they, really? So it didn't bother you? That oh yeah, bad? oh yeah, I have. Yeah, right. And there's had... a couple other places I don't shop. I'm not a boycott guy, but I am. I'm not going to give you my business guy. So I, you you can look at that however you want to. Right? Yeah. Like here it is. I've got it. So when it comes to Apple, there isn't enough. Apple type products that are as good out there. There's a lot of ice creams. You know, you, you walking away from Ben and Jerry, you can run into the arms of another ice cream place that's really quite good. Blue right. sitting yeah, there right. you know, on you, you, If you ran from the Apple computer, you can't run to another Apple yet. You know what I mean? Well, I think, too, I think when you're talking about, um, God, this is a complicated subject, but it's kind of like with North Korea. It's also <laughs> like with some of our fellow Americans right. when we have a, yeah. a disagreement on a subject. Right. You have two, you have, well, really, I guess three responses you can do. One is you're just not going to deal with it. Right. Two, you can go to war with them. Right. Mm -hmm. All out war. Or three, you can try to find common ground, work your way in, disagree, and sometimes agree to disagree. Right. Right. Um, And and sometimes you just have to do that. And, you know, that's kind of where I am with Apple right now. Yeah. Well, agree yeah. to disagree. No, right. right. Yeah. If but but if Microsoft had the same political views and said that. Well, God, no, they, we're talking about. Yeah, yeah you got. I thought we were you, talking about products that work. I if you, it, want. you would throw yeah, Microsoft under them. the bus, and you would outlandish say, "I can't take that CEO saying that one of God's greatest blessings to him was his homosexuality." Well, it's with Microsoft. It's more about it just doesn't work. 
Like I want it. Right. But what I'm talking about is if if Apple wasn't as good a product as it was, we'd be more critical of some of the things they that they that they yeah, say and promote. But I, unfortunately we're in a world now so that you pretty much have to have one or well, that's what of I'm those saying. two. That's my point. That was my original uh, point. Now yeah. ice cream say we got all kinds of places we can go for ice cream. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 yeah and just like when Target pulled their deal. I, I got I, a, I'm not a, I, I try I, to stay out of Target. Well, they're too. back. They've done something else oh, now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, they, no, yeah. They've done they're not learning, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh so but think about it. There's so many other places I can get the same deals are close to the same deal, and I certainly get the same products that that, that Target puts out there. And uh, Target is making a mistake. I think what Target thinks is they're targeting. Mm-hmm. They they think that the catering to the radical. I'm not talking about people out there just trying to live their lives, but and not not the middle of the road. No, there's there's people out there that, uh, like you said, we can find common ground with, yeah. and we we certainly can agree to disagree, but. Target is catering to a militant group that, in their minds, I think they think it's buying them more customers than than they're losing, and I, I think they have that wrong. Yeah, they do. Because uh, some of the stuff they're doing is not necessary, and, and they're overplaying their hand. Bottom of the hour, we'll be back. Rick back. and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past. Eddie waited till he finished high school. He went to Hollywood and got a tattoo. He met a girl out there with a tattoo too. The future. Phone calls are coming in. Frank the Tank's got them at 866. We be big, Bubba. We go out to California, San Diego way, watching on YouTube. Big Daniel checking in. Daniel. What's up, Daniel? How you boys doing? Greg, you okay there? You look a little tired. Does he look tired? He, you know, I'm so okay. tired, he's taking a nap now, now, right We now. don't even know where he is now. I'm all right. He's, uh, he, you know, he's got his grandbaby coming to see him this weekend. <laughs> he's nervous about all that. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to ask Bubba if he's got a chance to see the uh, Protectors of the Glades on Discovery Channel. No, I have not. Protectors have not. of the Glades. Well, that sounds like a snake movie, so I don't mm-hmm. think I'd want to see it. So, Daniel, it. where are these people coming from? They, they, tell me they're not people that are trying to protect the actual pythons that were not indigenous and are destroying the Glades. Oh, they, no, these are people trying to kill the pythons uh, okay. for profit. All right. Do they have a donation page? I don't know. They, they got uh, a GoFundMe <laughs> site. I was Bubba's Googling, in. apparently they make $8.10 an hour. And they get paid fifty dollars for the first four foot of snake and twenty five for each additional foot of snake. Now we're talking. I like that. Bigger snake, bigger a commission, bacon. a commission yeah. set up to kill snakes. Daniel, I need to ask you something though. Yeah. Well, how'd this happen? How did these pythons? You mean to tell me if people bring pythons from other places and release them into the wild, they'll breed? How'd this happen? <laughs> Rick, yeah, was, you there was some, your voice out. Rick, there was some lady walking by right when you started that, and, and she was headed. She was headed over for a job interview, and she witnessed that. And I think she just kept walking. Oh, yeah, I'm out. I don't Where'd they what? come from? <laughs> yeah, apparently they got loose in uh, Hurricane Andrew, and now there's over three hundred thousand of them. Oh, no, it, people were bringing them in as yeah, pets and, and then them turning go. them loose. Yeah. And they've destroyed the small mammal population there. I mean, it's completely. Huh. How'd they get so many of them? <laughs> Did they breed? <laughs> oh boy, do they! All right, so there, Daniel. Good to hear from you, buddy. Uh, Beth, mammals. Beth in South Carolina. Hey, Beth. They say at nighttime you can hear the Hi, hissing all the way to Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> Beth, go ahead. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the abortion issue. Mm-hmm. Um, 
it's really hard to wrap your brain around this, but being in social work, talking to liberals who are pro-choice, and not all, but some, they don't care when life begins. They will say that's not the issue. The issue is that the mother's right to terminate that child Mm -hmm. outweighs the right of that child to live. So in my opinion, as a believer, that is a bigger, (laughs) a huge issue that could like you've talked about, could um, turn into once the baby is born. What does that look like when, and right now, it's legal for a baby to be aborted if they're going to have Down syndrome. That's crazy (laughs) to think about. Um, So I just wanted to throw that out there, that right now, it's, yeah, you're getting a lot of, matter of fact, I saw a guy, um, some people sent me yesterday, they're they're starting now to be people that are coming forward that are saying, because I know what you know what you always, and, and it's not re- really, here's what it is, and you just hit it, Beth, you, you, and you'll, you'll find it with some of the, the women now that are saying it, and, and some are saying it unapologetically, that, you know what, I'm just going to, and at least these people are being truthful, and I put this in the same list of people that, that won't just tell you the truth of what the real situation is, okay? Like, when you get people that'll start wanting gambling to come to say a state like ours that doesn't have it, mm-hmm. they'll they'll tell you lies about how they think it's going to help revenue. Why are we letting that money leave our state? Oh, it's going to turn the, the the schools into where every child has everything they need. Teachers are going to get raises, and they'll drive in gold plated buses. Uh, and they'll they'll be in schools made of gold. It'll solve all problems because there's something unique about gambling revenue that corrupt politicians suddenly aren't corrupt with gambling revenue. It's only tax revenue. Uh, that Life is just going to change for the better. But what they really need to say is, I don't like to leave my state to go gamble. I wish I could just gamble in my own state. Mm-hmm. I just like to gamble. Okay. Yeah. Well, now we can have a conversation on whether we want that kind of environment or not. Most of the people who are clinging to pro-choice – not all, but most are, if they were honest, they're saying, I want to live my life however I want to when it comes to intimacy, because we have some children in the room, and I want to be able to be intimate with anybody I want to anytime, as long as both parties are willing. And if I end up getting pregnant or, or men, I end up getting somebody pregnant, I don't want to live in a society that I can't abort that baby. I just I don't want repercussions. I, yeah, I, no. I and I don't want to have to go. Well, now we got to wait all the way for the baby to be born. Then it's going to be born. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to deal with the pregnancy, and then because you know I always say to those people, nobody's saying you have to keep this child. You know, we all if you end up in a situation, or maybe you made a mistake, or maybe it wasn't even a mistake, but you want to do what you, what causes babies to get here, and you don't, and it happens, and you don't want to have to raise the baby. Adoption, I would think, if you think about it, that's humane. Uh, I don't want to take responsibility for the child. I don't think that's what I want to do, but I'm going to give somebody else the opportunity. I've given this person life. I've given this family a child, and I did not have to spend the rest of my life taking care of the child. Okay? Now, but no, see, that's not good enough for us. It's like, no, I, I, I want to be able to do whatever I want to do, and I want to, I want to suffer zero repercussions. Now, see what they're not saying, though, and I can speak to this from talking to people and being in this situation, because at one time, like I said, I had a different view on this. But I, I have I have horrible news about sin. Even if you do this, whether you want to admit it or not, you didn't commit this behavior and get away with no repercussions. I promise you, if you do this, you'll suffer repercussions. 
and, and there's a lot of women, a lot of men that would tell you, Rick is telling you the truth. If we could tell you what it really is like to have been somebody who informed or not informed, okay, that, that, that was part of this, you do live the rest of your life, if you're honest, regretting it. Because you know there's something that is inside every human being that says, this just isn't right. This is not right. So what's happening now is we're, we're doing the thing that happens with all of us when it comes to sin. People are being made to feel uncomfortable because we're actually trying to move ourselves into a conversation because if we're all honest, when, 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 when we have something we're doing in our lives and the repercussion shows up, we try to find a way just not to deal with it. You know, when, when the person standing in front of the doctor that says you've chosen in your life to do this, this, and this, and I just did your physical, you're going to die. And you go, gosh, I wish I'd, I wish I'd just been able to do whatever I wanted to do and never really know. So you mean the things I did, actually, I'm going to suffer from that? You are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, but at the time, you were like, well, I'll worry about that another time. Most, uh, most all this stuff is people just want to do whatever they want to do and not suffer any consequences. That's it. And I know we're having a lot of different conversations, but at the heart of it, that's where we are. Because, guys, the amount of abortions that are done to save a woman's life are so small. You know how much, you know how, you know how many pregnancies are involved in incest? 0.0.0.1. You know how many are involved rape? About a percentage and a half. Now, now keep in mind. Now, these people are still saying, like you have that they're going out now. The people who, even though the woman suffered something traumatic, she thought she couldn't shouldn't deny life to the person because they're not responsible for how the biological father how evil he was. So I will either raise the child as our own, or we will let someone adopt the child. Now those people are coming forward, going, "So y'all don't think I should have had a right to live? I'm the product of rape. Should I, I didn't have the right to live?" And, and so it, that's the question we got to have. Do these people, these persons, have the right to live or not? And, and that's the question that, that we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna all lean in and we're going to see exactly what we're talking about. And as I said, if you're truly pro-choice, you certainly should be for a well-informed choice. And if you're not for that, you're not really pro-choice. You're just you're pro-no repercussions is what you are. <laughs> That's that's you just want to, be able to do whatever you want to do, and 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 if something bad happens from it, you go well, try to get rid of it, move on. That 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 is that is the overwhelming. It's birth control. Yeah. But 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 do we have the right to do that? Yeah, it's, it's scary what that young lady said. I mean, the, yeah. the way that people are looking at this. No, I mean, I'm telling crazy. you, that, that somebody showed me a Facebook post. That, that's at, called well, it's called murder yeah. at that point. Well, it's, it's called murder at that point, and yeah. you share the same. Opinions with Joseph Mengele and the final solution. I mean, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Think hey, about mm-hmm. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and, and there, there, now there are least, there's some people, and it, it'll scare you that you're living this time, that said what I just said. Let me be clear. I want to be able to go out and, and be intimate with whoever I want to, wherever I want to, whenever I want to. And if I end up in this situation, she even said, I saw the Facebook post, this, ki- this type of birth control is not 100%. This type's not 100%. I don't care how much birth control I use, there's a chance I will end up pregnant, and if I do, I want to be able to have this option. That's why I want it. At least that's honest. At least that's honest. And uh, so that's the conversation we got to have. Because that's the real conversation. 
same thing, like I said, with gambling. Look, people just like to gamble. I want gambling in my state because I don't like having to drive somewhere else to do it. At least be honest. And we can have a real conversation about all these things. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Nine minutes now to the top of the hour, Rick and Bubba show. How about them golden ticket seats? How about them golden ticket seats? Olivia and Savannah McDaniel, where are they at? Right there on the back row. Uh, how about Joe Massanelli? Where's Big Joe right there? Jeff Hempfield, there he goes. Uh, Stephanie Massanelli. Hey, Steph. Uh, Lindsay Hempfield, where's she at, Lindsay? Uh, all here in the golden ticket seats today. Are we missing the McDaniel back there? Now, who, who are we missing? Uh, Holly McDaniel. Holly, they didn't, they didn't put your name on it. Mama didn't, uh, she, Mama. Said, she didn't put it on there, she said. Mama. Come on, Holly. Holly McDaniel is here, too. Everybody gets a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Coffee of the month, and days are running out. It's almost June. If you want that dark rose popping New Guinea, you better grab it. Uh, if we get a good response, we might add it, but it's a coffee of the month right now. Also, Rick and Bubba double CD today. Rick, how do I get double CDs? Well, some of those are still available, and some of the titles. Go to rickandbubba.com, click on the store, uh, and you can uh, you can see what's still available in hard copy. If the title you're looking for is no longer available in hard copy, or you just prefer... It's available at all the digital download locations, Spotify, Apple, uh, iTunes, uh, you know, wherever. They're all there. So enjoy that. Uh, to the phones we go at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Josh is in Opelika, Alabama. Hey, Josh, how you doing? Oh, pretty good. How about y'all? I'm getting after Josh. You know us. Oh, yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I just thought about something. You mentioned the gambling a while ago in, mm-hmm. uh, in Alabama. Uh, you know, I'm all for, you know, our money going to uh, education and everything, but uh, how many people honestly say, you know, well, let's go down to the casino and, and you know, gamble because it's all going to the school or let's go out and buy a lottery ticket because, you know, it's going to our education and all. They, they, That'd be none. The is, is the money. Yeah, I'd say half a percent. People just like to gamble. People are hoping that they'll get rich by doing Nothing but 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 something small. Some people like the the fun of going to gamble. They think it's fun, and they'd rather not travel. But they're not doing it for any other reason than they just enjoy doing it and want to be able to do it, and that's fine. The problem is, let's let's just say because it's not as clear biblically as some of the other things. Let's just take the spiritual part out of it, and let's say you don't share the spiritual convictions, or you're a believer and you don't think that this is anything that's forbidden. Uh, biblically, but let's just talk. This is, I'll tell you why I personally oppose it in our state is because it will become a one party state and that party will be the gambling party. Uh, if there's one thing that politicians love, it's people who are able to hand them money all the time. And what will happen is the gambling lobby will take over our entire state as it does in every state that it rises up. You do realize at one time, especially the lottery, these were outlawed because our federal government considered it an immoral way to raise revenue because they were so corrupt. Um, and, and then we started inching our way back. Go back and look at the history of the state lotteries. Look at the Louisiana. They call it the Louisiana Monster or something. Yeah, they, they, we've got a long history yeah. with it. You just need to go and read it for yourself. And, uh, and I just personally, as a, a citizen who, who, who lives in, a, in this state there, that, there, where I don't have gambling, I really don't think it will make our state a better place to live. 
Uh, and uh, I personally would rather live in a state that doesn't have it uh, because of all the negative stuff that comes with it. And uh, so I'll be honest about my point of it as well, and that is um, I believe that Alabama, the number one most corrupt state government in the entire country, them teaming up with gambling lobbyists, probably not a good combination for our state. Uh, and before you know it, uh, it's, it's, it's just turned into a monster. But I understand the point of somebody saying, I disagree with anything you say about gambling. I just want to be able to gamble, and that's fine. But that's the honest conversation. It's not about schools. It's not about revenue. It's not about you – know, because, I mean, let's look at Mississippi. Mississippi decided to do it, and the improvements have been what? What? Uh, well, it uh, hasn't solved the problems of any states that have it no. uh, according to the way it was sold to begin with. Right. So you know why? Because it goes back to what we said a minute ago. So these same politicians that we say misspend tax revenue, but with gambling money, they suddenly get it right. <laughs> but they're able to do the right thing with gambling money. They can't with tax revenue. But there's something magical about gambling money that makes politicians act differently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and plus, different. I'm now going to team up with with those wonderful gambling lobbyists and the wonderful gambling uh, business, casino people, and all that. They just they're really upstanding people. And now these people are going to have lots of money to give our corrupt politicians. Ah, it's awesome. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, Eight six six. We be big is the number. <laughs> we continue. Uh, let's go to. Uh, Todd in Birmingham, listen to 104.7 WZZK. Todd, how you doing? Hey, doing doing good, boys. Uh, you know, uh, just on a lighter note, I would really love to hear the confused American talk football with Beth Mowens. <laughs> Boy, they're trying to get those two together. <laughs> Boy, let me tell those you. Those two can never be they in the same place. They can't be. I'm sorry. It, it I might be too big a switch. I think I'd have to go see an ear, nose, and throat person. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that absolutely. would be tough, even recover. though I've got a pretty good it, scenario kinda, of the it's commentary. It's kind of like putting your car in drive and reverse. you got to go to neutral sometimes exactly. right, right. to get to the other. Rick, what if, what if the ball's hit to the shortstop? And there was a runner at first, and the shortstop threw it to second, and the second baseman threw it to first for a double play, and the confused American doesn't understand how that happens, and Beth Mowens is trying to explain it. Well, see, but that confused American – Would it, it be like, – I don't understand it, it, the ball hit to me. It's not the scenario. No, the problem. No, the, the confused American, he is a person that something is basic common sense, and he doesn't understand it. Okay. Right. So that, that wouldn't apply what to What about baseball. when the ball throw, is thrown and they hit it, and he doesn't understand no, that? No? no. No. It'd have to be there's an outcome that everybody can obviously okay. see right. how that – I thought the, the, the he's double He's completely play, blindsided by okay. Yeah, yeah. He, right. He's caught off guard by something. He can't believe this. Like, like – uh, Trying to a, figure out something like, like, like we here. talked about yesterday. I won't do it, but the emotional animals. The confused American, when he was told there's people being attacked by animals on an airplane, he would scream, how'd that happen? Right. And then right. he'd come back you and say, so we start, we start letting animals just get on the plane okay. with it, and people right. are getting attacked? How'd that happen? So yeah. Beth Mowens can be in the conversation. It doesn't have to do with sports. <laughs> Is that it? Because I was trying to make it sports-related. No, yeah. it, it, ha- it has to be that right. there's an outcome. So she's on the plane. You're doing stupid things, and you've gotten a bad outcome. A bad outcome, and anybody with common sense can see it. But confused right. American didn't know how that happened. Like, yeah. like the vaping. Yeah, yeah the vaping. The, the, thing. The, the, what yeah. about? Can you believe it? Just say the vaping's vapes. not good for you. Yeah, he's not just confused about things that he doesn't understand. Like I don't understand a double play. That's not confused American. Okay, <laughs> that's just somebody didn't know baseball. All right, so Beth Moen vaped. Ready to go. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Bubba, uh, Bubba, where is Speedy's concerned about my throat? I know. I know. Uh, <laughs> you, you can't go from drive to reverse. You got to right. slow down and do neutral. Yeah. Bernie Sanders sits down and. Tim Tebow. <laughs> <laughs> and they all have a conversation. Mac and Athens. Mac, go ahead. Well, 
Hey, Rick and Bubba, love you guys. Thank you. Uh, I just want to get a little bit of a take on the gambling issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, me being a former big-time gambler since I was at the age of like 13 on, I'm 60 mm. now. Wow. Pigeon uh, pennies. Grew up in Ardmore, a lot of gambling up here. But here's the thing that a lot of people miss the boat on the gambling thing. Is we're talking about a paper lottery, whatever, the dollar lottery, whatever. Here's the thing. People, where they get in trouble with this lottery is the scratch-offs, and nobody ever mentions that. That's where the true gambling comes in. Yeah, yeah, people get obsessed with it. And, oh, oh my I've God. stood in line, watch them drop hundreds it, of dollars and sit out and start It's just scratching. not the kind of environment I really want to live in. You know, it's a, and plus, like we've said a thousand times, I don't want to embrace anything that has an organi- organization that has the name of that activity and then the word anonymous. Yeah. Many people's lives have been destroyed by something. I just don't really run to that kind of stuff. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.